We are live. We are live. Wow. Hey, Eric. Hey, Luke. How's How it going, you? buddy? Yeah. All right. So we're live here. Uh, Robot in the Bear podcast number 18. 18. Oh, shit. <laughs> not so set up because we actually have two guests. So we have a new microphone and uh, we have Darren and Trish Georgico who are uh, here to talk about their work and more. They had an opening this week, uh, past weekend. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Thank you. There were like tons of people apparently. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I showed up late. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, there, there was still a ton of people when I showed up. So that was great. And, you know, like... I saw the photos. Mm. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a beautiful show. Thank you. You So so are we going to start again? Is it time to start with the top fives? I I think it's time. Are we top fiving it? Let's top five it. Wait, you start. All right. It's my turn. All right. So on June 26th, 2019, my top five starts off with Neon Genesis Evangelion is on fucking Netflix. (laughs) To mixed reviews. Yes. I don't know what that is. You don't know Neon Genesis Evangelion? You're a better man than me. (laughs) My wife, it sounds like she knows. (laughs) Okay, in case you didn't know, Neon Genesis Evangelion is a fucking anime from uh, Japan, because that's where anime comes from. It's about... This weird post-apocalyptic world where fucking quote-unquote angels are coming down to destroy the fucking earth. And people try to stop them using Avas, which are these gigantic monster, armored monster robot kind of creatures. And it was hugely influential in the entire, like, anime, you know, world by turning the entire super robot trope on its head, you know, and... How did it do that? Um, by, you know, because, like, the classic, you know, super robot anime trope is, like, uh, a brave, handsome warrior fucking, like, you know, pilots this gigantic robot and saves the day. Meanwhile, in Evangelion, you have this fucking broken, just, you know, kind of, like, shut-in, what, what, hikikimori kind of style kid who, like, is forced to pilot this thing begrudgingly and, you know... At the end of the day, like, essentially the world dies. Who are the hot mm. ladies in there, though? There, are, um, some, there yeah. are some of those. There's a lot of hot ladies. <laughs> okay. They're either pilots or mother figures. Oh, okay. You know, so... Gotcha. But the reason why there is some issue with it is because they changed the ending song, which was Fly Me to the Moon, the Frank Sinatra classic, wow. you mm. know, to a different song because apparently Netflix did not want to pay for the rights to that. Mm. And then they also changed the... Um, kind of sexual the, the relationship between um cow i think his name's kauri um who is a male pilot and shinji who is the protagonist where in the original american dubbing there was a lot of homoerotic kind of tension between the two and now they kind of like wiped it which wow. is kind of weird coming from netflix because there is a lot of gayness going on in netflix and you know <laughs> I'm talking about, like, like say, Kimmy Schmidt, you know, the, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, to, like, RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that, sure. you know? So, like, why are you, like, getting all, like, cold feet about homosexuality, <laughs> Netflix, you um, know? Is it the same director, Hideaki Anno? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did Shin Godzilla also, right? He did Shin Godzilla, yeah. and, like, you know, he's involved with most of the biggest anime properties from Macross, Do You Remember Love, to, you know, yeah. even, nice. like, Big time. some, like... Uh, what's his name? Studio Ghibli stuff. 
from I understand. Cool. Um, That's my, a powerful number one. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number two is season two of Agretzico, which is <laughs> no, <laughs> which okay. I you know, in case you don't aren't familiar, is a Sanrio product um, featuring a you know red panda office um, woman who works in Japan and who vents her frustration in life by, you know, singing death metal in karaoke clubs. And I love that kind of duality of, like, you know, Mm. cute and kind of, like, and brutal. Mm. So, you know. um, And it continues the story of this cute little... Is that on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. Netflix. It's stop yeah. motion, right? Or something like that? No, no, no. no, no you're thinking of Real Akuma. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, the, uh, this is uh, kind of like a Flash animation style um, okay. thing. Um, my number three is Georgico. Oh. You know? Oh, so, flattering. You know? Um, came out on Saturday night, kind of late, and got to be able to experience this show. And if you're in Southern California, I recommend that you do. It's in an office hotel. You could get a great bite to eat here. And then, you know, say hi to Eric. If I'm know, here, yeah. Or Cassia. <laughs> sure. You know, and, you know, and experience this artwork. It's, our, it's their first fucking show. Like, be here for the first fucking show. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. say, like, I remember back when, you know, the well, artwork you know was. That's interesting. <laughs> that, that'll happen. Or that can, that, that totally happens. What? No, remember the, I was at his first show. Yeah, people say that. So, oh, remember yeah. back when the work was only blah blah blah. Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, now it's blah 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 yeah. blah blah. <laughs> 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 no. Lots of blahs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my number four is I have a skate deck uh, that's been released based on a painting called um, "The Nose Nose," which is one of my East meets West kind of themes. Um, it. Uh, let, me, let me see if I could pull up a picture and throw it onto. It's a character. No, it's a it's a Pinocchio wearing okay. a Tengu mask. There you go. You know, very kind of. Always with know. the puns, visual yeah. puns. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking of doing a painting of a Tengu wearing a Tenga, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that's doable. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very literal. Yeah. But like, you know, I but do you there. think Tenga and Tengu are related in name, like on purpose? Mm, I don't know. You would know much better. than I have I no would. idea. I just never even related it until you just said it. Yeah, I, Tenga. Mm. I don't know if you guys know what a Tenga is. It's um, what's that thing called in America? It's a masturbatory device. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But what's a, it called here? You know, a flashlight. Yeah, a flashlight. You, you know, it's yeah, it's a yeah. yeah it's like uh, and it, it looks like a. Does it look like a shampoo bottle or it, something? Kind of like a big old round shampoo bottle or something, basically. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. And you know, and I was thinking like, you know, and you know, people put their junk in it, and yeah, you know. Go to they sell it all over Japan. Yeah. Like contemporary artists in Japan, like oh. fucking wrap their graphics on it. Uh, Keith oh, Herring, wow. too. Keith That's Herring so did it. Yeah. yeah it's Keith like, Herring has one. Like yeah. you never would think, like in, in America, contemporary artists would never fucking put their images yeah. on a, you know, masturbatory device. But yeah. Yeah. in Japan. I think do they, <laughs> cool. they might even sell that. Do they sell that at 7 Eleven? I can't remember. 7 oh, Eleven? That's so crazy. I don't know, but. Oh. I can't remember. Yeah, this thing's kind of. I don't know why that microphone's moving. Yeah, it's, it's, it's or you funky. just make the whole thing just stay in one place. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, okay. Tenga, Tengu. Way to go. Yeah, I know. Somebody out there who's Japanese told me. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, I, I have no idea. I know what's going on here. It's this fucking wire. Oh, okay. Right. And um, my number one hasn't happened to me yet, but it's happening. No, actually, it's not happening this weekend. It's happening 
Fuck. All right. Uh, you know what? Th- well, it's, um, I guess you know my number one will probably be. I don't. Even, I don't want to say it's my number one, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's uh, this weekend is the fucking Hello Kitty show. I've got a oh, painting. Oh, cool. That's right. You know, awesome. which will inevitably appear again fucking next week on my top five mm. because Wait, when is that? That's this weekend. That's this weekend oh, okay. at Corey Hilford Gallery in downtown oh. Los Angeles. Boom. Um. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Um. Uh, Andrew Brando's got a big old show at the same time. Yeah. He was actually here. Yeah. Checking out the Georgico show. Yeah. You know, which is you know on my top five, <laughs> and I recommend that you guys do it too. Awesome. I think I think Andrew would recommend it as well. Yes. Mm. So Eric. Yes. Let's oh, hear it. All right. Well, I actually have ten things. Is that okay? I'll go faster. Yes. Okay. Yes. Number one. Georgico. <laughs> okay, so I don't have. To, I guess I don't have to say too much, but great job, you Thank guys. You. This you. first show, it's a knockout for a first show. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of first shows that um, I don't know, a lot, lot of confusion or ex, ex, exploration, I guess. And this one feels like this is your tenth show. So. Yeah, production levels yeah. were super high. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Yeah, this to is, the point where I was kind of resentful. <laughs> well, that, that means you've done a great job because yeah. when he gets resentful it means you're hitting something inside that makes me feel small and insignificant <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's really bad. Uh, sorry about that <laughs> yeah. well, that's a that's a big compliment actually yeah, yeah. So, yeah it is yeah. Yeah. yeah wow yeah okay yeah. so let's see oh number two for me bitcoin uh bitcoin is kind of roaring back hmm. yeah you you talked about this in hawaii oh <laughs> why i don't know but um, i guess i have a little bit of bitcoin but i don't have a Bitcoin. I have percentages of one, <laughs> but um, it, it's. Remember when? It, do you remember a year and a half ago? About it was nuts, like on yeah. the news every day type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of going back to where that was, but it's not making the news as much. Mm. But it may soon because it's. Um, so the highest it ever got was almost nineteen thousand. Uh, it is today. It hit around twelve thousand. Oh, but it wow. went down as far as three thousand. Like that's how low it went. Wow. So now it's at twelve, and that's like crazy because. We, Wait, where you know, was it? Like last week in Hawaii? I think it was under ten. Hmm. Yeah, like weren't they talking? I, I remember <laughs> yeah, I was listening was to a, 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 um, a, a news podcast where they were talking about they wanted the Bitcoin to reach a certain point because people would lose their shit when it reached that. Uh, they were point. thinking ten thousand was going to be the fear of missing out point, hmm. but so as soon as it hit ten, it went to eleven, now twelve. So it's in the last few days, it's gone from like ten, eleven to twelve. Cash out so now, buddy. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I have a cousin who watches it, and I guess you know that it's sort of like the art thing that we talked about about building hype. Yeah. Um, but then this is sort of different. What, what happens is there's, this, there's these people. They call them whales. So there's a person who has um, a shit ton of Bitcoin. He moved his Bitcoin into a wallet, which means ultimately that he's most likely going to sell soon. Mm. Uh, it's $110 million worth of Bitcoin this guy has, whoever it is, or woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's now getting ready. Like it even made some like Bitcoin news that this is happening, so be ready for a drop. As soon as the person sells it, the, the you know like some the people are going to see oh shit 110 million dollars got cashed out you know like people might start selling there and a little bit of sell off will happen right mm-hmm. typical and then that same buyer or that same person we'll may buy just it. May buy just it back blow, up right mm-hmm. right by as it, yeah, to make a little more money right there's this manipulation going on so yeah. uh, we, I'm waiting for that to happen it's just more of a phenomenon like I'm just tripping out on it that's all so that's why it's number two mm-hmm. yeah anyway weird right. Uh, number three, Echo Time for me. It's um, I talked about how I wanted to be more like Yosuke um, in terms of like he's recycling, he's kind of being a little more green, and here I am, coffee with uh, 
a thermos coffee. Luke, Luke, Luke entertained it, so mm-hmm. trying to use less uh, stuff. And I'm recycling. I even started recycling here at the store. So your art show, mm-hmm. I actually went through the trash and took out most of the plastic, wow, uh, plastic bottles and stuff, and it's in a bag to recycle in the bathroom. Did you see that black bag? I saw a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, Did you uh, see the drum buoy? Oh, okay. There's some alcohol in there too. Oh, no, There's a bottle of drambuie that I always stare oh, at really? when I use it. <laughs> okay, so number four, I'm, I have a, a rental property, and um, there's a rat that died in the wall. You know, it's kind of a bummer, right? Mm. And uh, it, it can make. You ever have a rat die in a wall? You've had. You've had it. Yeah, we had We've a pretty had bad rat and mouse yeah. infestation at our house. Oh. oh, so basically, I mean, you don't see this animal. At all. Didn't even know it was there. Didn't know that there's a problem, but then one died in a wall, which makes there's a stench. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's happening. Bummer. Bum. So, uh, p- part of it is um, you could punch holes in the wall to try to find it, and meaning you got to basically break the shit out of your bathroom. Is, mm. re- is that what you guys did? We just let it. Okay. Right. How long did it take? <laughs> I don't know. It took a while. Like two but months? I mean,. Three weeks, two weeks. I don't know because you know sometimes you just get used to this. Oh. <laughs> so basically, um, we're, I'm gonna. I think if we don't do anything, we're gonna wait it out and because uh, it'll decompose, yeah. and turn into just a skeleton, yeah. and uh, it won't smell anymore. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bummer though, because. Uh, well, are, are there tenants? Are they complaining? Well, they there's a second bathroom, so basically it's in a bathroom, and I told them don't use that bathroom. Just shut it down, turn on the fan, mm-hmm. and. Uh, We'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, it's summer, yeah. so you could open those windows, you know. It's a bummer. It but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you've had that experience. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not fun. I, I asked a plumber about it because, uh, you know, like they're looking for water, right? That's, where mm-hmm. that's why they die in a bathroom often. But mm-hmm. uh, it's, I guess it's really common. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bummer. Makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, let's see. Uh, downer number five is, um, I guess, a thief at Giant Robot Store. I just mm-hmm. saw it on video maybe two hours ago. Uh, someone just came in, stole some pins and a, and some sunglasses at Giant Robot Store, and it's on video. So I'm like, uh. Uh. so uh, if you're watching this live stream, I think I I don't know if the video is public, but there's a video I'm going to make public that you can just watch these people do it. I saw it on the way over. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Oh, I thought I'd made that video private, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if some people watch it, I haven't really promoted it yet, but it's just... Do you a, see their faces? Kind of. It's just yeah. not the best video, so now I'm going to switch out the camera to a better one so you can nice. really see faces from now on. You could... I mean, if I saw them again, I would know. Are you mm-hmm. going to post, like, images on the back of the register? Like, oh, maybe. Fuck these people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much. laughs> yeah. So, okay, number six. Uh, first Japanese basketball NBA player was drafted in the NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rui Hachimura was his name. Uh, yeah, he played at Gonzaga University, and he was picked number nine. Means uh, he's probably pretty badass. So, see nice. what happens. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Uh, number seven, Coswatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, evidently, he's um, cause is doing a um, <laughs> he's doing those inflatable, gigantic inflatable things, and he's doing one in Japan. Uh-huh. And I guess he's doing one near Mount Fuji, which is kind of like maybe controversial, right? What do you think? Like it's gonna like mess with the landscape a little bit. I mean, it is plastic. Well, it's a, it's, 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 a blow tempor- it's a temporary yeah, thing. But still, right? is it gonna? Are they gonna make it float? I have no idea. Or do they plan on like inflating this thing and make it look like he's like Laying making down? snow angels? I have fucking no. Mount Fuji. I have no idea. But just so you know, that's happening. Okay, yeah. good I'll, for I'll, you. Don's for you. Okay, good for you, cause. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, at least it's fucking. One, at least it's one of his characters. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. You know, if he does a big old Bart Simpson with fucking X's on his eyes, I'll fucking like 
go there and pop fly it. Fly to <laughs> Japan and set that shit on fucking fire. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, show uh, number eight, Euphoria, the TV show. I watched two episodes, and that thing is uh, it's kind of frightening. And uh, I don't know. It makes me really uncomfortable to watch. So maybe it, that means yeah, it's, it must be good. I don't know. It's all about, like, teens yeah. being teens in the day of fucking social media, yeah, right? I, mm-hmm. I, these are like – this. it gets a little extreme on in Euphoria. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't even – fit on that show if I were one of those teens I'd be mm. I wouldn't even be there so yeah, it's pretty extreme mm. did you watch that no oh be careful yeah. of that one okay, okay number nine the citizen <laughs> app um it's an app you can download for your iPhone and I dig it because uh it tells about crime or things happening in your area like you can Ooh. select the area in LA so you can actually pick like I, I picked uh West LA Palms and Mar Vista I think or something like that as my three zones. So it actually will send me a text if something's happening. So like yesterday, someone was beating up a woman, probably homeless, right? But it was really close to my house. Um, there was a fire on the 40, no, on the 10 freeway right near my house. <laughs> Stuff like wow. that. But it tells you, and it's kind of like, kind of interesting because like as soon yeah. as I heard, I got the text yesterday of um, this thing, like beating, I don't know, some kind of like assault, man assaulting a woman thing. I could hear police cars about two minutes later. <laughs> like It's working. So Don't, people post that or like... Um, I don't know where it's coming from. If that's so like a police, good. If you look at the whole city, it'll just pump. There's, there's been other apps like that. There's though. stuff going on. Nice. All of them. This one's really good for some reason. Like, you know, the problem with those apps is that it's completely dependent on you know participation by the people who use those apps. Yeah. And you know, but I feel like the original thing seems like it's associated with police or something. Like there's so much going on that it it just can't believe that these are people. Mm. Like like just random people just writing shit in. I have a feeling this is there's something more to it than that. Oh, okay. yeah. I, mean, I haven't I, researched it yet, but it just seems very like constant. I'm just wondering whether or not like you know in an area such as like you know my area, the San Gabriel Valley right, right. would like have people like you know actively using such an app. I don't mm. know, but it's it, it makes it kind of fun in a weird way. I'm kind mm. of watching going, oh my god. Yeah. Like, this is close by, you know? Yeah, white so. people problems, man. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and number 10, Giant Robot Hawaii. <laughs> Sayonara. Yes. One last goodbye to that uh, that whole... Is it over? No, the show's still up, but yeah. uh, but we're, we're not there, so there you go. Yeah. 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 All right. That was 10. Aloha. Sorry. Those are good. Yeah. No, not so good. But, uh, Some of them are interesting. Your turn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we did a collaborative top five. Cool. So... Number five would be we just started watching a TV show again called um, Last Man on Earth. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay, I heard about that. They canceled it. Though. Is it a comedy? It's like a comedy. Right? It's it's written by Will Forte. I've, I think I've seen a few episodes of that. Yeah, yeah. but he's like, not the Last Man on Earth, correct? He's not. He thought yeah. he, he thought he was. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like all the cringiest parts of The Office times like ten. <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. really cringy, but awesome. Pretty funny. We we've been really enjoying that. What channel is that on? I don't know what channel it was on, but it's on Hulu. Wait, is it new or are these new episodes? Or no, are you just no, no, watching no. that? You're watching that? I'm watching it again. Okay. No, it no, no. It was on TV, but then it got canceled. Mm. So it's only it only has four seasons. I remember that. I just I think I saw a little bit of it, but I heard it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I really wish they continued it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Number four. four. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been uh, trying to budget a little bit. Uh, especially lately, it's been really hard with, uh, you know, balancing work and uh, Georgie Co. and home and all this stuff. So we thought, 
it's really hard to cook and clean. Let's just drink some Huel. Have you guys heard of Huel? Oh, yes. I've heard <laughs> yes. of Huel. I don't know what that is. Oh. I guess it's kind of like Soylent. It's like oh, okay. Soylent. I know but Soylent no soy in it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually been really helpful. We think. We don't know if it's... How does it taste? Not good. It tastes <laughs> like protein. Like, like, have you had Ensure? Oh, I know what that is. Um, it's that's like, for seniors. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's imagine... A heavy amount of fat and protein yes. in there, I guess. Yeah. But it's like somebody blended um, uncooked oatmeal in it. It was like really grainy. It, yeah, it's pretty gritty. Yeah, really yeah. gritty. Yeah. Can you cook it and like make it taste better? Uh, I don't think you're supposed to well, cook Well, we it. got chocolate favorite <laughs> flavors, so that would be kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, but we've been kind of living yeah. off of that. Oh, well, well, not, not completely, no, no, but no. once in a while, maybe you know, one meal a day. It's, it's helpful to you know pull out a smoothie rather than cook and clean or go to Taco Bell, which is what we did today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell's good. It yes. is. It's too I good. I have it all over <laughs> my shirt and my jeans right now. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can. I, I wouldn't know, but um, yeah. wow, Huel. Okay, Huel. Huel. I've seen that? the videos. H U E L. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to be human fuel, which I think sounds really gross. Yeah, is it, it sounds even is scarier. It yeah. Like, cause. I guess I only heard of it more recently. Okay. Huh. Do you know? I, I I've I've learned about it a couple months ago, and I think on YouTube, like where there people were doing the Huel kind of challenge, and mm. I was intrigued by it. But then, like, I would like watch. I mean, I'd see their campaigns, and yeah. then I'd like watch wow. people review it and like just kind of, kind of <laughs> complain about how awful it tastes. Yeah. Mm. So it, mm-hmm. yeah, you're drinking this. Three times a day? No. no, no, It's just like a meal replacement. We're doing it for like breakfast usually. But, yeah, oh, so more so for short on lunch and dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah solid yeah. food still. But technically, yes. I heard that you could just drink this. Survive off of it. For three meals a day or yeah. two meals a day. Like I heard like Twitch streamers that play games and stuff, oh. they'll like drink Soylent. I've, I've seen that. You know, and they actually look normal. Right. I don't know. For some right. reason, I think they look all crazy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there other flavors? Other are there other flavors other than the chocolate one? They have vanilla and berry. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. berry. I did not like berry. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Does it like, have like sugar in it, or is it? I, there's, there's some. Yeah. There's definitely some. I mean, you need yeah. sugar. You need some kind of sweetener. Sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might try it. I might try it. We should have okay. brought some. That would have been fun. And just yeah. fuel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It looks. It looks pretty scary though. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks like drinking, like, yeah, uncooked oatmeal yeah. in water. It does, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I think Where do you it. buy Huel? Just like Amazon type of thing? You can get it on Amazon, but okay. we got it from their website because if you do a subscription, there's like a discount. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It comes Amazon out to like right a now. dollar a oh, meal. Oh, yeah. The breakdown is pretty it. good. Yeah, it's like a dollar a meal pretty much. Yeah, maybe $1.50, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, not bad. I guess that's really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number three for us would be Georgie Co Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's our first solo show. So yeah, we're super thankful. Um, you know, uh, I think uh we were telling people that the first time we ever collaborated and kind of experimented with that was with the posted show at Giant Robots. So it just wow. felt so fitting to do our solo show, you know, here. It's mm-hmm. yeah, really awesome. Yeah. How long ago was that? 2012? Yeah, maybe 2012. 13? Maybe 2012. 
yeah. something like that. Were they the black and white ones at that time? or No, no. they were in color. They're color, and they're really different. It's it's interesting how... Did you do some in black and white, though? I didn't. I can't remember. Not There's that one year. that has, like, really muted colors. Yeah. The ones with the kids with the dogs. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, I thought yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two is all the friends and family who came out to support oh. us. We were really... Really blown away. Yeah, we were blown away. We knew that people were going to come. We knew that, you know, our family's always been very supportive. But I think seeing everybody there was, like, Mm -hmm. just crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I met, like, two new people the whole night (laughs) because it was just wave after wave of friends and family. Yeah. Like, coming at us with, you know, congratulations and, you know. It was so exciting. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, they, I was like, yeah, you guys rolled deep. That's all I got to (laughs) say. There was a lot. Like at six o'clock or something, like it was, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a family reunion or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very great. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was our number one? Our children are (laughs) starting to walk. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That was a bad one. That was pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. Our boys are starting to walk. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Time to like, you know. Fence off areas. Oh, we put up a fence a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I have none, so I have no idea what that means. It was, it was awesome seeing you guys at the opening, though, because early on you both had one each, one of your kids each, and mm-hmm. yeah. you're kind of like, okay, they're gonna hopefully we'll get them to go to sleep, yeah. and that was around six or something, at six o'clock. So you're you're trying to put them down right there, and yeah, that was kind of funny. I was like, yeah, you guys were <laughs> carrying around the whole time. It was mm-hmm. kind of it was cool. Yeah, yeah, twins, so. Twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What are their names? Shepherd and Hart. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Hart, like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, HRT. HRT. What about Shepherd? Where did that come from? We really like the name, but it's more so the meanings that really stood out to us. Because actually, we couldn't think of anything until like two weeks before they were born. Yeah. And we started hearing horror story after horror story. You know, like Darren's dad was like, I heard the story on the radio of this lady who ended up like her name was female. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> boy. Her parents couldn't figure out what to name her. So yeah. we were like freaking out. And the boys about came that. a month and a half early. Oh, yeah. Like kind yeah. of surprised. So we were like, oh, man, we got to think of it. Yeah. But oh. luckily we, we yeah. got it right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We feel like, yeah, we like them. Mm-hmm. Good names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell easily? Can you tell them apart easily? Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys can. Yeah. We can. Yeah. yeah. We think they look completely different. But most, yeah. a lot of people think they look the same because yeah. they are, they are identical. They're, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one of them is, oh, Shepard is like three pounds heavier than Hart. Oh. Yeah. And for like such a small size, that's a pretty a big, yeah. significant number. How mm-hmm. did that happen? He loves to eat. He eats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Hart likes to throw his food on the floor. Oh. <laughs> like not so identical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are so different. It's so funny. It's wow. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the meal. If you compare their trays, Shepherd's is like immaculate. Like you wouldn't even know that a baby was eating off of the tray. Mm. But Hearts will be like disgusting, covered yeah. in food. Yeah. Wow, mm. three pounds difference. Mm. Yeah, it's a big difference because they're still little, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, how old are they now? Fourteen months. Fourteen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you, for those people out there who might be watching who don't know you guys. Tell us about you guys. Tell us about yourselves. How did all of this happen? Your past, your educations, et cetera, in the arts, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, we both went to Art Center, and that's how we met. Mm. Yeah, we and, met at uh, orientation. Yeah. We wow. Orientation. You mean like the first minute mm-hmm. you're there kind of on campus mm-hmm. type of Before thing? Before classes even started. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we met um, 
while we were in line to get our ID photos taken. Are you guys? Wait, did you? Are you guys both from Southern California? No, not me. I'm from San Jose. Oh, San Jose. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up in like Orange County, LA area. La Habra, La Habra. Mm. What year, La Habra? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went to Art Center. That's where we were friends and everything. And then we were the poster show is really where we experimented. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was literally just an experiment. I was like, because uh, I, I think for myself, I was like, I can't think of anything to paint. Wait, were you guys, <laughs> did you guys already graduate by the by then? Or? I was graduated. I don't. She might have been. Might have been in school. She might have been like towards her last term. I think what, you were still yeah. in. I think I remember this. Maybe you're still in school. Really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't remember the exact date. What did you guys study in art center? Illustration. illustration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Illustration design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that like the same class with like Christine Wu and Zoe Milk and all of those people? I think so. Yeah, we came in the same year as Zoe. Same year. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christine was our design one or design and, two. Uh, uh, TA. TA. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a, there's a lot of people that seem to have grad, come, come in and graduate like around that period that are like rising up, you know, <laughs> coming up, making yeah. you know, yeah, um, actually. Yeah. Um, so you guys studied illustration and, you know, but I think it, it's, were you more of a doing paintings? Yeah. I, I was doing they're... like just portraits and trying to be realistic, but to be honest, I think I was really struggling. And then all my paintings were more heavy subject matter. Like I can't, I couldn't do, imagine doing anything fun or cute because I just wanted to do serious things. And then, so that's why this is really interesting because it's, it's kind of in between for both of us. But I remember I showed your works before that were, they were kind of like I don't know, architectural, yeah, sort of and landscape, but mm-hmm. uh, urban landscape, yeah, kind of work. And uh, yeah, had always had signage. Maybe there was signage in it, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had fun with it. It was it was a good experience to kind of do that because actually the reason why I went into that whole architectural phase was. I just got really bored of portraiture and I, I couldn't do backgrounds actually. So I was like, I'm just going to do only backgrounds with no people in it. And that's how I kind of branched into that stuff. Wait, you couldn't do backgrounds? Yeah. Or I, <laughs> they terrified me. So then you just worked on backgrounds only? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It was like, I, yeah. all my portraits would just be a person in kind of like very sparse, nebulous background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Not that it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to push myself. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Why does it sound so fucking familiar? <laughs> Trust me, your paintings are way more interesting than my paintings. Uh, um, that's like very honest. So, so, and you were doing something that was uh, more more illustration ish, I guess you would say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanted to study children's book illustration. That was my main goal of going to art school and, like, studying art. Um, But I feel like... Well, because I took a two-year break from school. So I was in school for two years. You know, I did uh, all the, you know... um, Foundations. Yeah, like, foundational, basic stuff, drawing and painting, stuff like that. And then I took a break, and when I came back, it was kind of like starting over. Because I was like, I don't really remember where I left off. I don't know where I'm going. So I was just like, just trying random stuff. So you did two years at Art Center and took a break for two? Mm -hmm. Took a break for two and then graduated another two, maybe two and a half, something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were going into entertainment for a while too. Oh yeah. She was in the entertainment track for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Like animation or like art related or like 
mm-hmm. acting mm-hmm. or something. No, like no, that. no, 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 art no. related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, art related, kind of like you know, um, storyboard, yeah. uh, like character design, character design, that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I, I just couldn't figure out where I fit. You know, uh, so I tried entertainment and I felt like it wasn't really it either. So then I switched back to illustration design. I was like, I don't know, this isn't really working out either. Mm. So, yeah, I was just trying different stuff at that time. But uh, kind of where Georgico comes from is this uh, children's book that I was working on. And, uh, you know, our main character here, her name is Wonder. And uh, at the time she didn't have a name, but she was the main character of a story I was working on. And then um, I felt like it had a lot of potential. A lot of promise, so it was kind of on, like, on hold for, like, future plans. But then Darren, you know, he really liked the characters and he liked the story. And then so he just kept on throwing ideas at me, like, oh, what about this? What if Wonder went through this or that? And it was, like, kind of annoying at first. (laughs) And I was like, well, nice, but this is my story. (laughs) But actually, I really came to appreciate, like, his suggestions and the way that his mind worked. And I think that's that's how we started collaborating together on the paintings. Because Darren was yeah. like, what if I painted your characters? Mm-hmm. And then Post-it Show happened. Mm-hmm. So wait, what year was that? Because that, that was 2012? I think that so. Long ago? Yeah. Okay, because that was uh, still under... Well, your, your Post-its were under your name, right? Yeah. Or da- Darren yeah. in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Up until last yeah. year, actually. A little bit before last year, we're still just Darren and Trisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's we right. created yeah, Georgico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So did yeah. you guys start collaborating after you guys got married, or did you guys start collaborating, like, you know? It was before. before. It was before. Yeah, when we were dating. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we were dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm always kind of, like, intrigued by the, you know, like, artists who collaborate and become known for their collaboration, like the Cozy and Dan's, the Haircuts, the Georgia Coes, the... Dabs Clayton and Brothers, Debs and Myla, you know, there's like a ton of them. And I'm always, I mean, like everyone obviously has a different process, mm-hmm. you know, but you were explaining to me that, you know, the process was drawing, painting, mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. you know, drawing, painting, lighting kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's always funny because like, you know, when I, you know, because I'm such a dick, you know, <laughs> I keep like, I keep looking at it. I'm like, all right, who's doing the heavy lifting here? <laughs> you, know? you know, so, but you know, yeah, I mean, that, that's a, that seems to be a pretty even, you know, split just because narratively and conceptually, like it's, it was Trisha's ideas. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, those are, you know, that's a, that's, you know, not easy to yeah. kind of like keep a consistent flow of, of ideas going, you know, especially trying to create, like, how many pieces are in this show? Oh, uh, there's 30. 30 pieces, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, can you talk about how you go about the, the process of it? I mean, are you sketching in a sketchbook, or can you just explain how you mm-hmm. get through that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a sketchbook that I work in, and sometimes Darren will, like, flip through the sketchbook and find pictures that he likes and be like, ooh, this one. Like, I'm going to paint this one. And other times, he already has the idea. He asked me to draw on the board for him, and then he'll paint over it. Mm-hmm. So, kind yeah. of depends. Yeah. But I think when it comes to the concepts, yeah. we do talk about a lot of stuff. And my, I work most comfortably intuitively. So, I think, like, sometimes we'll start the character without even knowing the background. And then as we develop the character, we're like, oh, it would be really interesting juxtaposition if we put this kind of background in here. Um, and then Trisha will give her input and stuff like that. So it, it really is like we're going back and forth a lot with a lot of all the pictures. And then even it's interesting now because Trisha has a few drawings in the show. And the style of her drawings, mm-hmm. she was looking at my paintings. 
Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how my paintings started off being an inspiration from her drawings. Now her drawings are being inspired by the paintings. So it's it's constantly kind of developing. I think it's, you know, uh, just growing and kind of becoming stronger, mm-hmm. more unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How well is Darren executing what you think he should be executing? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he paints very well. I can't very well at all so when it comes to that I'm, he's doing an amazing job but a lot of times the things that i nitpick nitpick at are like um the head is a little like funny shaped yeah. or like why do you make the dog look so derpy or you know whatever yeah. so a lot of times it's the design of the the character, characters the yeah. drawing itself that then, i might mm-hmm. do you go back and then work on that those things yeah maybe? Mm-hmm. well it's kind of funny well it's interesting because i feel like it's now it is now in this weird middle place where it's not exactly Trisha's drawing style, and it's not necessarily how I would paint it if I was doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of met this middle. Uh, specifically for the dogs, if you look at her early post-its, those dogs have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And then even the uh, some of the characters, the proportions maybe, has have changed. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they've been at it now for like seven years, right? You know, we're mm-hmm. developing this kind of collaboration. So. I never thought about it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's so. a little longer than I thought too, mm-hmm. um, but I think I didn't realize that they were these are going to be consistent characters. I thought these are just images, temporary. Then you know the next year comes, I'm like, oh yeah, here's some more of these. Mm. But it's because I didn't see in between post-its, you know, throughout the year. Sometimes mm-hmm. I didn't see, so mm. I, I always thought I was like, oh yeah, they're, they're just doing a little more of these. But uh, no, it's awesome to see that these characters are like for real, like they're solid mm-hmm. in your as your lexicon or mm-hmm. canon. Um, what about the lighting part? Like, is that either of you? Because uh, if you're studying a little bit of entertainment, there's a lot of lighting involved there. But mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that's what you're picking or if you guys are working on that together. Because I think lighting is very specific in your works here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some crazy directions just from me doing photography. I'm like, oh yeah, this one's got like a side, you know, highlight on the side mm-hmm. and. Oh, yeah, that's that. Like, yeah. I see it and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's art school shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's all Darren. Is it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. that's all Darren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think more in dimension and mass. Mm-hmm. And Trisha's definitely thinking more line. Line, yeah. And concept, mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Um, Even when I was working on my drawings and I was like trying to figure out the lighting, I was like, Darren, help me. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> he would like draw a grid for me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I'm actually looking at, uh, staring at the show right now, and all the paintings that feature the Wonder character mm-hmm. kind of have, like, a, dare I say, post-apocalyptic kind of, mm. you know, feel to them. Mm. Um, is that, like, like what's, is that part of her narrative? Like, a, a lonely child existing inside a, in a, a falling apart kind of world kind of thing, or... I mean, I feel like there's elements of that. We um, So we initially wanted to do a more narrative-driven story. Um, that's what we were trying to work towards a few, I'd say like a, maybe a year ago or two years ago. That's what we thought we were going to do. But then at this point, we kind of decided that if we did that, it would limit how far we could expand the universe uh, and the world that she's living in. So for this body of work, we were kind of just trying to explore different places but yes there is an idea of her kind of journeying through different lands so for example like the um the one uh pile up on route 6.66 the one where she's like smashing all the cars and stuff like that 
we initially was we're gonna have her go through a land of the small which is like where she's giant and everything else is tiny and all the people are crazy fearful of everything and protective because they're always getting smashed but then for example the one over there with the dogs and the more realistic kind of type figure that one was going to be like the land of the big where she kind of goes through a different land where you know everything's different you know and it's yeah, yeah, and then even stylistically, we're like, oh, it'd be cool because certain lands we could bring in slightly different styles and stuff, but try to maintain cohesive characters and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to see you explore these worlds in even more paintings. Like, yeah, you know, just because they're, you know, it's hard to like just summarize like you know a, a land in, you know, one painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. It'd be fun to like, you know, expand on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then, on th- on, um, then you have a lot of other characters that you've been playing around with that are not the Wonder character, and mm-hmm. like you know, you have some kind of hip hop inspired stuff. You have, like, um, and then you have like this kind of weird Renaissancey kind of like you know, yeah, uh, aesthetic that you're 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 playing around with. Like, can you first talk about that the hip hop part of it? Yeah, that that one's kind of in- that's kind of been I've been seeing that for a little bit. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that your influence, Trish? Oh, you know oh, how yeah. cool I am. I <laughs> know. Uh, all credit goes to Darren for that one, too. <laughs> yeah, I was in high school. Like, that's, I think, um, like, underground hip-hop and stuff like that. I had a huge influence on me. Um, I was really into dancing and graffiti for a season. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, there's something about the movement of the music, the movement of the graffiti that I really liked. Um, the style and the fashion as well. Um, Wait, what year is this? 2006, 2005, 2006, 2007, something like that. Wait, you were in high school then? Yeah. Whoa. Young. What? 2007, he was in high school. Yeah. Oh my God. I graduated 2007. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So wait, hip hop, right? I'm trying to even think. 2007. What is that? That's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the eras and the music. So I wasn't listening to anything mainstream at that time. Okay. I think I because I, since I was into dancing, but more not like. So this was before the America's Best Dance Crew and all that stuff came out, or if it was, it was just coming out. So I was into. I got into dancing because I saw somebody popping, and I was like, "What the heck is that? Like, that's so cool." <laughs> so I got really into popping, which kind of led me, you know, towards like old school type stuff, boogaloo, and um, I didn't get into breaking because I was too afraid of like hurting myself. But yeah, Wait, yeah you could were you in Art Center then? No, this is right before Art Center. Yeah, so yeah, before yeah. Art Center. Gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What was your go-to move? What did you do? <laughs> Not that I know, but I was doing. I think people. If they were to say I did something well, people would say I isolated well. Oh, I don't so know. That, what that means is. like like know. if I'm doing like different waves and stuff like that, I could isolate my body so my head wouldn't move and oh. yeah, stuff like that. Well, yeah. Did you like that guy named David Elsewhere? Do you know yeah, that that's yeah, about yeah, that yeah. era, right? Yeah, yeah. 2007. Yeah. He was kind of popular. It was a little bit before YouTube, so I remember I saw him on like Ebom's World or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know who that is? Nope. Um, I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to explain it. I guess he's a viral video. Um, I, mean, I know the idea of what you're talking one, about. Yeah. But he was sort of like a stand. Was he a standout or was he just a regular guy who just he's, happened to be in a good video? I, well, that video that I'm talking about the one that was, was like a competition. Yeah, right? it was like a collaboration, that Korean yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because he just looks so out of the ordinary. He looked like this this guy. He was like wearing an orange turtleneck. Like he just looks kind of like 
not like he's going to dance. Yeah, yeah. No, and I then, think that was the whole thing. Unassuming, yeah, right? Unassuming. And then all of a sudden, he's like crazy. The greatest ever type yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, and he has like a really weird, unique style. But yeah, yeah. He's the yeah. one who did the Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Yeah, commercial? the VW commercial, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, they used the body double or something. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Wow, so you're like a B-boy. Yeah. I, I, I would call myself back then a popper. Oh, yeah. But it's also cringy time in my life because, <laughs> I mean, like, me and my friends, we were, like, trying so hard to be cool. Oh, so you, like, <laughs> like wore all, like, the fashion that was, like, well, you know, in. And, well, I would, know. well, I was an artist, too, at that time, right? So I was, like, or trying to be. So I was, like, all the clothes I wore, like, were stuff that I would, like, stenciled, you know? And, like, stencils oh. I'd spray paint on the street, put it on my clothes. Oh, so you are even doing street shit. Yeah, trying to. And then, like, um, you know, me and my friends <laughs> would just walk around, like, trying to find. Because, you know. It's almost like at that time it was weird because we could find people that we knew were dancers. So we'd walk around just like trying to find people to like battle, and it's just like, it's so cringy <laughs> in my mind. Wait, where it's so cringy. Where this is on the streets of no. Orange County. This yes, is rich. and that's what's weird. Wow. Uh, it was like in. Uh, I remember. I remember doing it at malls. I remember oh, doing at it malls. at malls. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. so do you, do you point at each other like you're like? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, I'm yeah. like I'm constantly it's, just thinking breaking and you know well, yeah like, like you do a move and you do a no, pose and I'm you like kinda, it's like painful uh, to remember these right. things but I do remember like being like hey let's kind of go the answers over there. let's go like let's go up to them and like bust a move in front of them <laughs> and it's so embarrassing because we thought we were so cool and sometimes awesome. sometimes they would dance you know sometimes they would start but other times we got weird looks you know like what are they doing because <laughs> they weren't dancers yeah <laughs> Wait, were you like, were you like a freshman or is this a senior Which, oh, man, there's a I big difference say, there no i was not a senior okay, okay. so it's kind of started to phase out well actually no 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 i do remember grad night <laughs> grad night battle, trying to battle some people was that disneyland or something it was disneyland oh yeah. wow and it was funny because uh i think the school my school was there with Compton, Roosevelt, so some pretty like you know street schools, and I remember trying to battle some people, and they were just like this little Asian guy. Now like, <laughs> they won't even give me like the time of day, like won't even look at me. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow, wow. Did you do graffiti too, though? Because I'm seeing yeah. graffiti sort of in the backgrounds of some of the paintings. So I don't think I'd ever call myself a graffiti artist, right. but I did. You know, you know. I'll, I spray painted stuff out there. Yeah. Or did you do it mostly in sketchbooks? I wasn't, you know, some people. I did do it in sketchbooks, yeah. but yeah, we, we, did, I did do some walls and, you know, uh, I, I really loved stencils at the time too. Uh, so I was doing stencils. Me and my friends were trying to be creative in how we were doing it, like putting them at the bottom of bags and, you know, so that like you spray paint in the bag and mm-hmm. all these, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Somebody asks, uh, can Darren do an isolation move for us? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that like that, yeah, that, that question has come through. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. It, I'm doing it right now for those of you that are listening on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But that's yeah. that's crazy. But now, but now I understand where kind of some of this comes from yeah uh, i don't think i don't know if people have heard that before or they exactly know yeah so yeah it all makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all right trish <laughs> what skeletons do you have in your closet <laughs> aren't you gonna ask me to see if i will dance too <laughs> <laughs> it won't be impressive <laughs> wait so you i did? don't shoot no <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, did you do any of this in college? Like, did she see you do any of this? Because you guys are an art center. Yeah, that's yeah, how we fell in love. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, she saw me pop in. <laughs> she did see me dance at yeah, yeah, like at parties. At parties yeah, there was, yeah, there were a few dancers at, at Art Center. There were some good dancers, so we did a few little ciphers and stuff like that. Wow. So it did continue. A little, a little bit. bit. Wow. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. And, yeah. But it was more like a secret cool say, <laughs> you know? Instead of going around challenging people. I wasn't trying to flex my dancing skills constantly. Yeah. I wasn't walk dancing in the class, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay, side note. Uh, we've been going through our old photos on our computer. And I love finding these practice dance videos oh that Darren oh, has from video? back in the day. Trisha's the only one who's seen these things. And <laughs> I will just watch him and watch him. Because oh <laughs> I love the look on Darren's face. Of like, I want to die right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're super painful. Yeah. That's her privilege of being married to me. She yes. gets to see all those I things. I get to see all the cringy wow. things. Oh. <laughs> oh. So back in the day, um, I remember, you know, like Westwood. Did you know Westwood Village was once the busy, like, set, epicenter of Southern California? I don't know if you knew that, Luke. Hmm. You probably did. No? Oh, you weren't here. I wasn't here. So, yeah, back in, I guess, when in, like, 80s. 80s Westwood Village. People would come from Orange County, Santa Monica. I mean, all over L.A. to go to Westwood Village. There would be like 10,000 people there or more every like Friday night and Saturday night. Cars were cruising bumper to bumper all the whole night. Mm. Um, there was break dancing and popping going on, too, like all over the place. Yeah. But that's back in the 80s. So um, I used to like go there and watch and yeah. be like, oh, my God. So. You just missed it by a couple decades. A couple decades. <laughs> <laughs> but it was happening. Trying there. to start it at the mall. Yeah, yeah. Well, the mall. The mall is kind of, it's kind of like probably the same kind of thing, but it's just, you know, you go where people accumulate and then yeah. they're there just like flexing. I, know, I, I kind of feel yeah, like flexing. you're like 20 years too late, you know, because like, you know, the entire like breakdancing thing, you know, from well, the 80s. Yeah, was, but then it got yeah. big again, right? Well, I feel like when, when I mean, all the dance Jabberwockies, TV shows. Jabberwockies, yeah. you But know, it was so. different. It's like, it's not yeah. the same as like the old school type stuff you know it was a lot of like routines and stuff there wasn't as much like creativity I, I, I mean there's a lot of creativity involved in that but not like spontaneous interpreting the music right then and there mm-hmm. you know wow yeah that's crazy I remember back when I was in elementary school like they would like have a linoleum fucking you know mat they would pull uh-huh. out with linoleum. the fucking wow. wood bricks on yeah. it with the fucking like spray painted break in yeah. <laughs> or, or, or just cardboard right yeah. just you yeah. carry around cardboard that's like break dancing but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, popping and locking was yeah. all like part of that like yeah. you know break yeah. dancing so I learned thing. a new word admittedly I, I don't know how it uh, how it flew by me but uh the, the second to last painting in the show, number 29, I guess, is um, the Church Camp Cipher. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Church Camp Cipher. Yeah, that's the yeah. name of the piece. And uh, it's four kids, uh, and they're tutting. Tutting. Do you ever heard of tutting? I have no like idea what tutting is. Yeah. King Tut type stuff, you know, like the hieroglyphics, and they're going like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I guess that's a break. That was a dance style, and it was called tutting, and I never heard of it Man. until... You would recognize it because they definitely have it in all the new dance stuff but yeah, it's, i don't, I don't uh, remember it though like in the 80s like i don't remember seeing anyone do that yeah i mean i don't know if it was in the original forms it might have been i know there are people in the 90s that were doing it. okay yeah but your, it was, your dad even said it at the opening he goes oh the one where they're that i think he said that was one of his favorites yeah the one that where they're tutting and i'm like your yeah. dad's saying that we're tutting <laughs> and i'm like that's Aw. because he had a son who was trying to be cool <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool love that wow, wow. yeah, yeah. 
So there's a second part of the art that uh, Luke brought up that he noticed. He called it a Renaissance style. <laughs> yeah. but it's, uh, it's like, is that, is that what you would call that? Or is it, is it, I mean, I see it as like pilgrims bringing food to something. Yeah. Well, I see, it's <laughs> I'm not sure. Weird, I'm not sure. Really stuff that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of makes you, me think about Can you talk about those pieces? Well, I, I mean, I love classical painting. I just think it's like beautiful. I like their subject matter. I like how they their compositions are really interesting to me. Um, and then clothing-wise, we just thought it was kind of – it's so extreme, and it's just, like, over the top. We kind of liked that. Mm-hmm. So we kind of and, – and then we like the juxtaposition because of the hip-hop, even, like, you know, graffiti, those, like, throw-ups and bombs in the background. Yeah. And then they're yeah. standing in front of it, but they're, like, completely the opposite. It's It feels very opposite, you know. So, yeah, but we also kind of in, – in the world that we're trying to create, we kind of wanted to – we wanted the extremes to be in that world so that we can have everything in between, mm-hmm. in a sense. And then uh, we didn't want it to be really necessarily tied to a time and place. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know, you could see, like, I imagine this kid walking down the street with, like, you know, crazy rough on, you know, hanging out with, you know, the crazy breakdancer kid or something like that, you know. Or, like, all the kids in the Renaissance outfits being part of a gang or something like that. You know? <laughs> that yeah. shit should be brought back. That's yeah. funny. That shit should be totally, like, huge hats. And, huge roughs. And, and, yeah. yeah. Do you see that guy's rough? Yeah. <laughs> boom. But, but they're going yeah. to a picnic, right? Is that what it is? They're going yeah, to a potluck. A potluck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of like, thought it was funny that none of them have entrees. It's just like, you, you know, know that, that actually food. happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You go to potluck and it's like, oh, there's popcorn. Yeah. There's chips. There's soda. And then it's like, yeah. what happened to the food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. you're just like, oh, you brought pizza. Thank you. You yeah. know, it's like, finally, there's real food pizza. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy with the guacamole. guacamole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's one. running late. That's yeah. right. And we thought it was really funny that, you know, since he's wearing, like, modern attire, maybe he's running late by a few centuries. Yeah. Oh. And he's also, like, <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> yeah. And completely wrong season and place. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. I didn't even... I. I didn't even make that like association. No, I, <laughs> like, knew those food, I knew those. Like, I saw those out. two and those two, and they look like you know they're like all kind of belong together. And mm-hmm. but you know, and I thought that was coleslaw for some reason. Coleslaw. Literally, I was like, oh, coleslaw. Like that is a food I don't like. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> and also, one thing about your this show is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, at the Yosuke Yamamoto's opening. You said we just finished our final painting, our last painting, like the night before his opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy early. Yeah, um, it, can you talk about your organization, like on how you mm-hmm. decided to work and like what kind of time you accomplish a timeline? Because most artists work until the night before the show. You were done three weeks early, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because well, we're, we're business owners as well, and then we have kids, so I think we have a tight schedule, and I think. Uh, we have enough things that can be stressful in our lives. So I think we're trying to like ease as much stress as possible. So this one, we just, um, we just wanted, since our first solo show, we didn't know what kind of problems we we're going to run into. So we just want to leave that buffer room, which I'm kind of glad we did. Cause mm-hmm. then we were able to do the prints. We were able to do other things. We have pins apparently coming in yep. the mail. Yep. We really, soon. yeah, we yeah. really wanted those to be there on the opening night, but uh, those are all things we were able to do because, you know, I think we knocked out the paintings. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah i'm not sure if that'll be the case with every show the shows that i have we have for the rest of the year i'm like pretty nervous actually um mm-hmm. how, how do you how do you go and do. do that though is it like um like did you have a calendar where you're setting up certain paintings by certain dates or how do you go and i would well trisha yeah we, ha- we had I a schedule did. we had yeah. schedules for trisha's drawings we had schedules for me i was trying to do i was working on three or four paintings at the same time and then uh and they were all well actually i was probably working out on all of them at the same time but they were all at different levels and i was organizing them by like three or four every week so i would finish some i would start some and then i'd be in the middle of some and then i just bounce between all of them mm-hmm. uh, but my goal was to get like three done a week yeah wow yeah you, you mentioned you have a school mm-hmm. yes yeah. yeah that's the small that's the business you just mentioned yeah. right mm-hmm. Can you yeah. talk about that a little bit? Mm-hmm. And what made you want to start a school, of all things? You want to share about uh, that? We didn't want to start a school, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so the story is um, Darren and I were working at an already existing art school as teachers. While we were in, at Art Center. While we were at Art Center. Just part-time jobs. And then after a few years, uh, the previous owner at the time, the owner, she told us that she wanted to retire, but she didn't want the school to, you know, cease to exist uh, because she cared about the students she cared about the parents she wanted them to continue to have a great service so we got into business talks and essentially we are buying the business out from her mm-hmm. uh, we're in the third year of our like business contract with her and then after this year it's um, like all ties will be or everything will be kind of wrapped up yeah because right. we are the owners but there's just like loose ends here and there mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's funny because it was totally not on our radar at all to be teachers. And actually, honestly, I think we had this preconceived notion that people who don't make it, they resort to teaching, you know, because I think growing up, we saw that a lot. <laughs> you guys have right? heard that phrase, like those who teach, teach because they can't do, right, or yeah, something like which that. Which is like, what about all the art center teachers? Well, yeah. I mean, that's different because they're working in the industry, Oh, right? yeah, they're different. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> they're different. Remember, they're different. They're different. Okay, okay. But I, I'm talking about like... The high school art teachers yeah. or the uh, after school yeah. teachers. But I, I love my high school art teacher, so yeah. Mr. Jenberg, I love you. <laughs> but um, you didn't make it as an artist. No, oh. no, I didn't say that, no, Mr. Jenberg. No. I didn't say that. I, actually, I think teaching at a public school like that is uh, that's another story. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying anything. That That's tough. Yeah. Like they're yeah. way underpaid probably. True. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that's like a – I think that's different. So. I think it was just our. I, it was just no, our. The, that they do a perception. That for, they, they do that for it's, the love. Yeah, and for yeah. us, it was like, man, we spent all this money at Art Center. We better become professionals, or we better jumpstart our career. Yeah. You know, so, so it kind yeah. of felt like a. And we were young, and it's like, oh, like I can imagine teaching when I'm older, but like we're young, we should be working on a career. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, it was just a complete surprise. But the more we thought about it, the more we were like. Yeah, it totally makes sense. If you love what you're doing and if you can share and if you can help grow other people, like, it's an amazing thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it was great. We saw it as a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. So what kind of students do you have? Like, are they older, younger, middle-aged, teen? You know? I'd say a majority of our students are junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, That's average. We try not to take any students younger than seven, at least for us personally. Mm-hmm. Um because our classes, they do take notes. It's uh, what we're, our goal for our school is to educate the kids on the how and the why they create the image, as opposed to, you know, I think we've all seen or been a part of some sort of art experience where the teacher, like the kids don't know what they're doing, but the teachers just like draw this, shape this, color this. And then at the end, when they go home, they really don't know how to do anything on their own. 
Mm-hmm. So we're teaching, wow. you know, composition, color theory, all these things. So you're not just teaching them how you do stuff or are, right? I mean, you're trying to get them to explore a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's mainly gotcha. traditional mediums. Um, yeah. We are branching a little bit into digital mediums with some of our high school students. Yeah. And then I have a senior citizens watercolor class. Oh, that is I, my favorite. I met, I met one. Yeah, I she think came one, to one of the shows. Yeah, one student. Um, she was, I don't know how old she was. Yeah, they're all the, it's so cool. One they're, came, yeah. They're all Japanese, American, senior citizens. Oh, they are. Yeah, no and idea. they just happen to be that way. So they all, like, I just love hearing their stories, you know, of, like, you know, camp and different things like that. Wow. So, mm, well, how old yeah. are they? I would say between their 80s and Oh, 90s. my God. Wow. So wait, was one of did one of she was younger the one that okay came, i didn't think yeah. she was 80 in, no i think she might be well oh, she might be in her early 80s what if she's not she'd be really mad oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry lillian <laughs> you look she's, great she's friends with your bacha she is yeah. yeah she's friends with my bacha my grandma and she yeah. was here right my grandma was 91 yeah so she's 91 years old yeah, yeah. Wow. i met her she's, she's cool. the coolest grandma yeah both my grandmas were the coolest grandmas mm-hmm. yeah. awesome yeah awesome so what are the um harder parts is it teaching or is it running a school like what, what does that entail like running an art school sounds kind of yeah. nutty, but I, I wouldn't well we have our school has right now um on a weekly basis our school service serves around 130 students holy smokes so oh and then we don't teach all those classes but we uh, right now trish is teaching pretty much all of them but there's an elementary school right up the street who i think only have 250 students at a public elementary school so your school is more than halfway to what they even have but that's all at once it's not, not for us yeah, yeah. It's, it's, oh. you know students come once a week yeah a little high fit yeah it's a good amount no it's a it lot yeah. Yeah. it's a lot of students yeah. so it is like it's taken i think it's changed a lot of how it's it's grown us i think a lot which has been awesome um but we definitely have to rely on each other because we we can't do it individually alone because there's a lot of admin stuff. We streamline a lot of things. We kind of try to make things all digital. We use an app at our school so we communicate with our parents through the app. Um, what about the like the bookkeeping? Like that's got to be the worst. Yeah. Well, we have a <laughs> schedule for tuition, and the tuition is on a quarterly basis. Right. So payments only come in you know on a fixed schedule. Um, Patricia, you know. I, if it was me, it would be a mess. But Trisha, she's pretty organized, you know. I'm learning. Well, she's way I'm better than I am. Out. Yeah, she's way better. Than I was gonna I say that's the dirty part of the business is like yeah. you could teach, okay, yeah. and you can have a say. I got a school and be around, but when it comes time to doing the bookkeeping, oh mm-hmm. man, it's hard. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I don't know. Maybe you like it, Luke, but I hate it. Uh, you love it, huh? I oh can yeah. see it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so, know but me. you guys have like way more inventory, and like you guys are, you know, you have a good that you're, exchange- or a lot of goods that you guys are exchanging. We're, we have a service which I think mm. is a little bit easier to keep track of. Mm, it's really yeah. just the students, you know, mm-hmm. and their roster. And actually, I have no goods. I don't know. You have a hundred. <laughs> you have 130 names to remember. That's already hard. It's funny because I thought that I am horrible with names. All my cousins will attest like I got their names wrong. You, you all can't. The time. You can't remember your cousins. Seriously, <laughs> what? It's, it's hilarious. All right. Oh, no. They used to test me at family parties to get all nervous, and then I get them all wrong. Oh, no. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We Wait, could, could you have named everybody this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're now, over now. 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 I'm good, over now. it. I'm good. Okay. But now our students, I'm actually surprised. Like we know all their names, and mm-hmm. yeah, we have. It's really cool. I think because our classes, they're limited to six students per class so it's oh, wow. a very small intimate classroom and i would say we have 
relationship with like 90% of the parents and the students where, you know, we have good communication or we try to have as best communication as possible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Zoe, what's the name of the school? We haven't even said that yet. Oh, it's Rainbow Art. Rainbow Art. Mm-hmm. In MPK. In Monterey Park. Monterey Park. Yeah. Yep. And what was – was it always called the same – was it the same name before? Same name. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. school, like, really old, or is it kind of – 15 years 15 old before years. we took over. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're the only art school left in Monterey Park. There really? were a few other ones, but – I thought there's still one. Um, they've down been the closing street. down. Yeah, oh. and you guys are near Mama Mama, Mama Lou's, Lou's uh, dumpling walking distance. Yeah, there's yeah. so many Mama Lou's. There are, yeah. and it's funny because some <laughs> of them are not called Mama Lou's anymore. Like I don't know if you knew about the one on San Gabriel and Valley. Oh my gosh! We went there. We got all excited because it's the grand opening of a new dumpling place, mm-hmm. and we got in there, and they had the same menu, and we're like, okay. "Wait a minute! <laughs> Wait, how many of those are there? There's, there's two? three or four oh, but that are, are actually the same restaurant. Aren't there some on the same street? Yes. yes. There's there's Mama's Lou, right. which and is Mama the one Lou's. we're across oh. the street. Wait, okay, wait. One of them is near a, a I think an elementary school, right? Or is there one across that the street? That one's Mama Lou's. That one. That's yeah. Mama Lou's. So I've been to that one a couple times. The one that we go to is called Mama's Lou. And that is in your school. Is near that one? Yes, we're yeah. next to Mama's Lou. Oh, you're next to it? Uh, across, well, we're close. Across okay. the street and like half a oh, block. Okay. Half a block. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I've been to both of those, I think. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Our, our school is like right by Johnny Thompson Music Studio. Yeah, I don't know if you'll, you'll see I, that if you're looking for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know it. I, I yeah. When I, I was asking, um, Darren, 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 oh my God, I'm so bad. Yes, Darren. Darren, <laughs> Darren <laughs> or is it cool. Daryl? Georgia, my name's George. You know, but like, yeah, I know the exact because I always turn like when I go to my studio in Monterey Park, Monterey Park, MPK. But um, <laughs> I literally like drive right by, yeah, you guys, and so yeah. like that Shell Station mm-hmm. on New and yeah. you know yeah. the studios, you guys are like situated right between there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. so, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cool. I'm glad we get to talk about the school part. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I've seen. Um, it seems like uh, the school and maybe. You guys do a good job, at least. seems like you're doing stuff with the, at least pushing Monterey Park. I think it's on your, was it on your t-shirt or is it on this? Yeah. Yeah. Just things that people don't necessarily think about too much is the fact that it seems like you're connecting to an area a little bit, which I always like. We're trying Mm -hmm. to, because I think the thing that actually, one of the main things that helped us pull the trigger and actually taking the business was we always were kind of, or we started to become really interested in the idea of like, what does it look like to live in a city and then also be a, like helpful to the city as well. So we've, I'm not really sure what's happening right now. Cause there's a lot of stuff happening in Monterey park, but we got asked to be on the, the bid district board, which is basically our street of Garvey to help, um, kind of like improve it. I don't really know what that looks like, but what, what, what we would love to see is like, opportunities for our students to do murals because we actually did do a mural in claremont a claremont for a a coffee shop and uh we brought one of our students out to do it with us and i felt like that was a really great experience Mm -hmm. um to kind of have her watch us do the process of interacting with them and then also like how we were sketching it out and planning it out and then to have her paint on the wall as well was really cool yeah Mm -hmm. So we, we hope to have more stuff like that. Because Monterey Park, Luke knows, like, there's no art there. It's no, like, no, there's some really painted, badly painted electrical boxes. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I think some of our students have done it. But like we, I but said, we weren't really involved. badly painted. <laughs> we weren't involved. We'll try to do better ones. We'll try to do better ones. <laughs> no connection. That's, no. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one another question I've had, and I'm kind of wondering is, how did you guys go about doing the social media part of your work? Mm. Uh, not showing your work, but there's like I feel like you had a really good swell of social media hype for the last. I'd like to say more than one year, but I mean, maybe it's heavily within the last one year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Literally that. That was due. Uh, I really have to give credit to our, we have an agent. His name's Tom. And, uh, Secret Agent Tom. Secret Agent Tom. Yeah. He's incredible because I think, you know, us doing a business and having twins, it makes it very difficult for us to juggle a lot of things. Um, but he's just really helpful with that. He like is able to research hashtags and all stuff. Because to be honest, I'm, I'm horrible at that. If you look at a Rainbow Art Instagram, that's probably the way we would be running Georgico. But at least the visual aesthetic for Georgico, we still are in control of all of that. So we, we determine or we create all the photos. We create all the uh, uh, the plan for what photos are going to be next and how it's going to look on our the canvas of our Instagram and social media. But he's like all the – figuring out how to – like promote and push our work i think he's been really instrumental in that mm-hmm. yeah cool how long has he been helping out it's oh well he's been helping us pretty much since the the cosmic connection show mm. last year that we did with you guys i feel like you had still even before that there was you, a you, momentum it seemed like you've had momentum like there was starting before that too. a little bit yeah. yeah but um it was slow you know, yeah. I, I mean, we've we've had our social media because actually we transitioned my old Instagram into Georgico. Right. Oh, so we yeah. kind of maintained a lot of those followers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I mean, I was consistently posting back then, too. Uh-huh. I was trying to. It just seems like you can post, but it just seems like there was maybe it's just the work. I oh, mean, it just seemed like you, you, know a, you got a lot of traction. Actually, yeah. the thing that's helped us a ton was there's been certain people that have reposted our work. Mm. Sure. That really brought exposure. Ah, here we go. Mm. Man, that was like huge. Ooh. Can I say? Should I say? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like for example, one person at the Cosmic Connection show, he bought two of our pieces. Was uh, Sasha? I oh, you know yeah, Sasha. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so he's been sure, like, very super helpful, helpful yeah, you yeah. know, with juxtapose and all these different things. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just like really random posts. We were just talking. Oh, I don't know if I want to say, but there was a there's a big uh, artist thing, or I think they're in London gallery. They posted our work, but it doesn't. It feels like it doesn't fit their canvas so it just stood out it's so like little things like that i think have really helped cool yeah and that's i feel like we didn't have any control over that that was just no like, it just wow. happens but it's the work too yeah right? yeah yeah that's great now because i noticed i was like oh wow look at this, this is kind of happening with i wasn't sure what's going on yeah <laughs> i don't know if you guys pushed a magic button no i no, know we, we it's don't, work we're not paying ads or anything like that <laughs> i just yeah i kind of feel like weird about that stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, why would anyone want to, like, have paid likes? I mean, yeah. that would just feel, like, terrible. Yeah. Like, you know, you're looking at your own work, like, oh, I got all these likes, but it cost real. me hundreds of fucking dollars <laughs> a week. Uh, week. I, what, I'd like to try that once, though, to see what... What it does? Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Like, just... I heard, I heard that they've cracked down on it, though. Oh, like, okay. that they, like, that they'll, like, blacklist you or something Because what like if that. you were doing... Oh, I'm saying is, what if you bought one of your Instagram posts just... A random one oh. of the paintings. What I mean, you already get a lot of likes. So what would be the difference? So we like, did like ten times more or something. So or? we were a little bit oh. more shameless of Monterey for for our art school. So I actually you tried should. a few paid yeah, ad, cool. paid ads for that because it was and they're local. And um, I kind of feel like all the likes we got were fake. Ah, uh, because yeah. all of a sudden it's like oh all these likes and then no, no followers no mm. nothing no interaction on the page. Gotcha. It just kind of was. 
No, because I do that yeah. for like art shows, like uh, yeah. you know, for, on Facebook I'll buy ads, or yeah. maybe Instagram I'll still buy ads. I'll just do it just to advertise the art show, but yeah. I just feel like I'm covering my ass by doing that because <laughs> I'm not sure if it really helps or not. But yeah. I'm like, I'll oh, just do it. It's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of you know budget that in, so it's uh-huh. all good. Well, I mean, that's also you also have a business, and yeah. you know, you but have I'm, a gallery. But I don't know if it really. Show. I don't know if that helps more than just posting more. You know, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're right about a lot of, you'll get more likes, but I don't know. It seems very hollow. Yeah. 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 Mm, I don't know. But a lot of likes still feels nice. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The algorithm always is kind of, it's just weird. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, I I can understand why some posts get more likes than others, but like, I don't like really kind of understand like, you know, like what's going on and you know yeah, yeah. social meets mm-hmm. what can you do <laughs> <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know I mean I remember, you remember like I mean I know it still happens like there's like those like strings of like people complaining about the algorithm and like you know sure. reposting that same fucking image mm-hmm. you know of like you know blah 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 algorithm blah 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 you know it's like dude like yeah. fucking everyone's going through it so like yeah. suck up you know, but um, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it does suck because you would like to think you have, if you have like X amount of followers, you want X amount of fucking likes, you know. But yeah, and then Y amounts of dollars. Hopefully, they're buying yeah. stuff <laughs> right. 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 a little bit, right? So yeah, you yeah. hope it translates a little bit. But I saw somebody yeah. had posted that thing where it's like, say yes or something, or text or, or comment yes or something, because if you don't, then I'm not going to show up on your newsfeed. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I had seen something mm-hmm. like that. Oh. And then what, because we were watching, because I was like, I talked to Tom, I was like, what is this? Is this a real thing? So we were kind of just watching it unfold. And I don't know what happened, but his next few posts like really did well. Oh, wow. Significantly huh? well wow. compared to what he was doing before. And I was like, I don't know if that worked. <laughs> or if it was just the algorithm of everybody commenting on it. Maybe and it was picking up on the yeah. comments, like okay, a bunch of people are interacting with this thing. I, I think it's just liking things, like you know, mm-hmm. like when my friend Thomas Hahn uh, kind of reemerged. Um, he's an artist, you know. He and I kind of came up together with uh, Joe Ledbetter and stuff, and he kind of disappeared for a bit and then kind of came back up. I started liking a lot of his posts to be supportive, and you know, it's now like whenever I open Instagram, whenever he has something new up. Right there on the very top. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether, I, you know, commenting really like, mm-hmm. you know, takes the, uh, the post to a new level of, you know, being on top of everybody, everything else. Mm-hmm. But I, know I rarely comment on like people's stuff unless I feel know. like it, I feel like on Facebook it, it does that. Uh, you, if you post something, let's, you know, you post something with a picture and there's no link in it. Um, because they, you know, Facebook, in my opinion, they don't want people to leave Facebook. So if you put a link in it, that means they're going to leave. They're mm-hmm. going to leave, right? So yeah. if you don't put a link in it, the more people will see it, and then the more interaction it gets, it seems like it actually will show up on more people's feeds. Mm. Maybe because like it's you know your interactions are between you and your friends, and then if someone interacts with it, it goes to their friends. Mm. I feel like it makes a difference. So if there's like a lot of hype on your post in the first hour, mm. more people will see it. Whereas, like, you know, if nobody gives a shit because maybe you posted it at 4 in the morning, less people just see it in general. But that's mm. what I kind of think. Mm. That could be wrong. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's, how, that's how I see it, though. Do you have the – your, like, social media is, like, set to, like, a professional – like, 
Yeah, like basically. Original, so you can see all those yeah. stats. stats so like, oh, oh, man, I used to look at that, and it just drives you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I know it's bad. So how do you guys balance uh, the work, school, I mean, your uh, art school and your painting stuff? Because uh, I think you're going to get busier with paintings. Mm. But then your school sounds like it's also unrelenting. You're going to keep getting busy with school. Mm-hmm. You may be busier with school mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that now that uh, Luke is going to want to take one of your classes. He's going to be a teacher at our school. No, I, you do Just not teacher. want me teaching. You do not want me teaching. But, but I mean, you know, it seems like uh, it'll everything should be going into one direction. I don't think it's, you're going to have less students yeah. with a more popular art career, and then yeah. you know, you're basically uh, creating uh, problems for yourself by being yeah. good at what you're doing. So. So mm-hmm. I think with the school, I mean, our ultimate goal is we're creating the structure for it, and we're creating kind of like the curriculum, the vision, all those different things. We're, but we hope not to be the only teachers in the future. Mm-hmm. But if we do hire on teachers, we want them to be just as passionate and committed as we are. So that's hard to find, you know, because um, mm-hmm. I think for a lot of artists, if you're going to teach at a school and you're good at it, might as well just start your own school. Um, I don't know if people can do that though. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people try, but um, at least for schedule wise, Mm -hmm. do you want to share like how we do it on a daily basis? So ever since I went back to work this year, um, so we have like a half day schedule. So Darren will be painting in the mornings in the studio, and I'll be at home taking care of the boys. And then he comes home for lunch. We have lunch together, and then I go to work. Mm-hmm. And he stays Work home with the boys. Teaching, 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 teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're, so you're not, Darren. Are you teaching? Right now, I'm not. not oh, okay. Just my senior gotcha. citizen class. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Last year was completely crazy. Last year was crazy, and la- last year we were working a lot too, or starting to build a lot of workout. Mm-hmm. So, because Trisha was still um, was, home with the boys, yeah. you know, because uh, they were really young. So, you know, we weren't getting sleep, and then I would go into work at 9 a.m. to paint. And then I would stay there, do admin stuff for the school, teach in the afternoons, and then paint after. So I was doing 10 to 12-hour days for a year, and that was not healthy. Mm-hmm. It was, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because it started while I was pregnant. Yeah, she was on bed rest I pretty was on early bed on. Rest. It was twins, you know. Months. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so the classes are usually, like, held during the afternoons? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's after like school. After school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three to seven on the, mm-hmm. during the weekdays, and then on the weekends, nine to five. Nine to five. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All day. Yeah. All Are day. the classes like an hour or two hours? Hour, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, hour, 45 minutes. And mm-hmm. then we try to do maybe once, twice a quarter, like a group lesson thing. So we'll do slideshow presentations where we have to prep all the slides. We'll teach on something like, you know, perspective or something that's a little bit more where you have to focus and like, you know, do something like that. But that's actually easier because then you just do the same lesson mm-hmm. for every student in every class. But when it's not like that, every student is actually kind of on their own track. So we uh, have to know what they're, what we're trying to build towards for every student. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What kind of like general like lessons do you offer? Uh, well, we start with, we kind of almost have a scale at our school and um, it's based on like the child's ability to understand. So they might not have the skill to do something, but if they can understand the, the idea of something like perspective, then we kind of put them into a certain tier mm. in our classes. Um, they, we try to balance creativity with uh, fundamentals. Mm. So they'll do something very like uh, fundamental heavy, like learning how to paint, how to mix color. 
um, how to clean your brush, you know, different things like that. And then um, we'll do something completely wacky and crazy. Like uh, like one example, actually one of the students that came to the show, the, the boy, mm-hmm. um, you know, we did a thing where it was like redesigning your favorite movie cover or your favorite like book cover. Hmm. Like you oh, had wow. to do it. So he did um, Captain Underpants, which was like his favorite, favorite like artist, you know, Dave Pilkey, Pilkey and mm-hmm. you know. So we put that on, on, on Instagram and then Dave uh, Pilkey commented on it. And then we showed it to the kid, and oh my gosh, it was like it was awesome. He was like trying so hard not to cry in class. Wow. He was like he was shaking. So he was like, "Oh my gosh, my my hero just commented on my picture." So yeah, we're, we're trying to like balance that creativity yeah. and fundamentals, cool. or yeah. even within one picture. Like if it's very you know like lesson heavy, like for example, learning how to paint. Maybe the kid will choose the picture that they want to do. Yeah. Like last week, I was teaching this girl how to do monochromatic acrylic painting, and she wanted to do Pokemon. So we did a monochromatic painting of a pokemon you know so it's a good mixture yeah Yeah. cool and then it's we're trying to right now like we have ipads in the classroom and that's what the kids are using as references so um for for painting yeah so they can look up so we're kind of teaching them like because we're like there's a lot of pictures online but we're also trying to give them an eye so it's like there's a lot of pictures online but you got to filter like what's going to be a good reference what's not going to be a good Mm. reference You know, what is, why is this piece, for our older kids, we're trying to talk about, like, why is this considered a better piece of art than this one, you know, even though they might look exactly the same, you know, like, by standards. So I know, I know it's all relative, but, like, (laughs) more so, like, by the standards of composition or values and colors. Right. Yeah. So there's no class critiques then, right, like the college would have? We try to do it every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. We actually want to move to do that. We used to do it on a weekly basis. So at the end of class. Yeah. But it's funny, dude. Some some kids some kids love it, and you get sell. Some kids are like, "This is the worst," you know. Because we try, we're trying to get them like, "Hey, can you?" T-? It's it's very like lighthearted, but it's like, "Tell us about your piece. What's your favorite part? Is there anything that you wish you could do better? You know, or improve? Yeah, how would you have done it differently?" So it's pretty simple like that. But we're not like ripping it apart, like <laughs> uh, burning it there. Uh, <laughs> hope not. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, is the goal to not teach anymore and just work on your art, or do you always want to be teaching even a little bit? I think we always want to be teaching. We have a little, always. even if we're not teaching all classes, because we we have a little saying at Rainbow Art. So we try to flip that that saying that we said earlier of those who teach teach because they can't do. We flipped it to be um, those who teach should do and those who do should teach. So that's kind of like a little saying we have at Rainbow Art. So we're trying to – we'll always probably be involved some way in the teaching, even if we're not doing, you know, very many classes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, you know, I mean, I know so many artists who teach now, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you know, when you're teaching in a public – you know, school kind of environment that's very different because of just how time consuming that mm-hmm. really is. You're like teaching a freaking like eight to freaking three in the afternoon kind of schedule, yeah. you know, and um, carrying a, a huge burden of, you know, behind that, you know, whether it's, you know, money or, um, you know, just students who just don't give a shit. But like, you know, I think that, you know, there's, there's plenty of, you know, very talented working, you know, uh, you know working artists teachers so mm-hmm. you know it's um I, I mean like as a general stereotype i understand but like it's obvious it's easy to prove that's fa- a false stereotype too mm-hmm. sure you know? yeah i just like making fun of it yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, i could think of plenty of stereotypes that i love to make fun of yeah you know? 
So yeah, I like the teacher one. Though. That one's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking of all those art center teachers. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Kent, <laughs> Kent. What are they saying about you, Kent? <laughs> Clayton yeah. Brothers. What I are they saying Kent. about you, Clayton Brothers? <laughs> 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 Mark Todd. Yeah. Mark Todd. Mark <laughs> Todd. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, yeah. So you have twins. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we talked a little bit this about this on the weekend, but um, I'm, you know, I'll, let's bring it up again. Okay. You know, like how has, you know, I don't have children. Mm-hmm. Eric doesn't have children. I don't think. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, but like how has, you know, having children affected, you know, your artwork? Or has it? Hmm. Well, I think it's funny that we're more busy now with our art than we were before, and it's when we had our kids. <laughs> so it's kind of it's, so it's kind of weird because in some ways I feel like maybe we didn't experience too much of doing an art career prior to having our kids, so it's a little hard to compare to a certain degree, right? Because actually, when I did the um, the Cosmic Connection show last year, uh-huh. that was my first uh, show where we did our collaborative work, and it was in a body of work. So that was kind of like the first time we had built something. But Trisha was already pregnant with the boys at that point in time. You're pretty far along. Was I in the hospital? You were in, actually, she was. She was in the hospital while yeah. That's right. I came to the show. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That so cool. Yeah. But I think, um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think, Trisha? I feel like it's having kids has affected, like, like Darren's saying, like our time. And, um, like scheduling and stuff like that. But I think in terms of how we approach art or the themes that we like to explore, I feel like it's been pretty consistent. Right? Yeah. 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 It's funny cause our kids look like our paintings. That's <laughs> what we're talking. I'll, I'll tell you that, but it's just so funny that that's the way it is. And people say that all the time cause mm-hmm. they're pretty chubby right now, or at least their cheeks are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think like I, I often like, kind of wonder like you know i mean like say myself my work is pretty you know heavy in the darker narratives mm-hmm. and stuff like that like you know like would something like you know children like completely make me like want to like you know shy away from you know those kind of things but like you mm-hmm. know i see when i look at your work i i see like there's a sinister sinister element kind yeah. of like creeping through it's not like overbearing or by any way, by any means, but it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the painting, right, you know, um, there, there's, the you know. The 66 one. Yeah. Point you know, six six, I guess. You know, <laughs> there, there's this kind of like, you know, the, the cruelty of children kind of, you yeah. know, element you know, going on in there, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is a narrative that I love. Yeah. And then also like the, the dog backslash wolf kind of characters seem to have like this kind of devilish kind of, mm. you know, design you know, uh, in them as well, mm-hmm. which, you know, I was also wanted to, you know, ask you guys about like, what is, what is the, the, the dog backslash in my eyes, wolf, Yeah, you know, well, it's, and, it's got a lot of spikes or it's got a lot, you know, it's yeah, very spiky. It's very spiky, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they're dark, they're either black, you yeah. know, some of them, like in some of the drawings are white, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, do they have, do they have a kind of subversive kind of role in the paintings, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we see it, them kind of representing human nature. 
mm. which is kind of unpredictable. So in a lot of these pictures, they're not like straightforwardly evil or doing anything specifically malicious. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's kind of sinister. There's like a looming kind of element to them. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think we are kind of exploring that kind of unknown quality in a person where you don't know, you know, even if you're really nice, even if you feed them well, you pet the dog, but it could still bite you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what we want to get at. Yeah, that it can bite you. But, like, actually, there was this post-it series. I think it was our second round of post-its mm, that we had done. It was pretty early on. And that one was actually, it's funny because it was really bright colors, but that was probably the darkest that we had gone. Yeah. Because all the dogs were actually attacking the kids <laughs> in those post-its. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, pretty terrifying. Like, there's a kid like this, and there's, like, a dog like this. It's not clamping down, but it's, like, you know, about, right to. about yeah. to, you know. Yeah. So we kind of, yeah, that's that's definitely where. But we also kind of feel like sometimes they could be helpful. Sometimes they yeah. can be, you know, you know, they're not always bad, but there is that dangerous aspect to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think because our work isn't like particularly grotesque or, you know, explicit or anything, but we do like to explore those kind of themes. Yeah. So I feel like for us, like I was saying, I think it's still kind of consistent that we're cool with exploring these ideas and yeah, i don't think boys. it's really affected with having so. children yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. are there any elements of religion in your work i mean the only reason i ask that is sometimes you post things and then they say like things like thank god and yeah you know mm-hmm. stuff like that so i'm wondering if that religiosity uh-huh. gets mm-hmm. into your work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would not say that our work is like explicitly pointing and and yeah trying to be explicitly religious mm-hmm. i think we're like when i t- when i explain like what we're inspired by i think we're inspired by a story we're inspired by history we're in- inspired by like interesting human struggle and different mm-hmm. things like that you know um but i do think that you know because trish and i are you know religious i guess you could say or i don't know like we we are people of faith i think that yeah naturally it's going to be expressed in some way shape or form mm-hmm just naturally yeah but i don't we're not trying to you know preach or anything like that through our pieces yeah Yeah. and i think uh since it is part of like the human nature that we are trying to explore that that does get explored sometimes too Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. church camp cypher yeah Yeah. that's the the last one church camp cypher that's the one that's like darren's (laughs) self-portrait yeah it's it's really funny because that's i mean like when i went to church camp you know growing up like that's where i met like a lot of people that danced and it was like that's that was a big inspiration for where I wanted to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Georgico, tell me about the name. Where did you get the name from? Mm-hmm. Mm. So we always thought that <laughs> that'd be cute if we had a company name that was like a combination of our names. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, Darisha? Darisha. For Sharon? not sure about that. Uh, but Darren's middle name is George. And my Korean name is Hongi. So like, oh, Georgie would be so cute. Georgie Company. So, you know, that's kind of like how it came about. But actually, the more we researched into the meaning of George and then later Co, we found out that um, George or Georgie in, I think, Italian it was? Um, Greek. Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, it means like earth worker, like mm-hmm. farmer. And Co 
So ko, it was supposed to be company, but then we saw, oh, in Japanese, ko, it means like child. Child, yeah. And like, oh, earthworking child. Slave labor. Toiling, Just kidding. Toiling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, you can definitely see like that childlike element in all of our pieces. But and, it's addressing more serious things, you know, mm-hmm. earthworking and you know, like toiling, struggling. Struggling. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then your other name was just your shortening of your name. Mm-hmm. You're using Darren was, N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Darren, you know, I, yeah. for a long time I didn't. I was like, why is it that? Then I, I realized, duh, that's your last name. But it's funny because <laughs> Darren like, Inoue, duh. Uh, but for a while I was like, Darren N. Why? I yeah, can, it was like so dense. I was I couldn't figure it, it out. It was one of those things where you know, graduation at Art Center, you have to make a website and all that stuff. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to call it, so I'll just do this. And then it's so hard to change it after. And it's it but yeah, because it's funny because people call me Darren N. And I'm like, that's not my name, but yeah, sure. Because <laughs> I've heard people refer to you as that. Yeah. Just you. And they say that. And I'm always like, oh, they, they stuck to the, was it an in, Instagram maybe or something? Yeah, or probably. Darren, it? Yeah, it was on Instagram right? before. I think people mm-hmm. just think that's your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 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 And no one can pronounce, you know, it. Yeah. It's very hard for people to pronounce <laughs> oh, that. That was also <laughs> a random thing that you're related to the late senator. Mm-hmm. Inoue. Yeah, mm-hmm. distantly, but yes. Yeah. That's crazy. That was yeah. that was really a kind of interesting. He was war hero, war hero, uh, mm-hmm. a senator from Hawaii, Daniel mm-hmm. Inoue. Yeah. Oh. Who was, mm-hmm. what, the longest running senator maybe longest or something senator. until he passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, a war hero, though, lost his arm in World War II and was some dude throwing grenades and shit or something like that. I don't know. What, and then he kept fighting with a arm that blew off. And yeah. some, he's, he's like, it's like legend. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, oh. they're distantly related, which means you're also related to um, his son. He has a son. Um, you must be related to him who was in punk rock bands. I forgot. Oh, oh. I didn't you're know You're related that. to him too then. <laughs> forgot his name. Uh, he's was in a punk, bunch, bunch of punk rock bands on Discord Records. Hmm. Uh, forgot his name. <laughs> Sorry. Something in a way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, like, he's kind of like well-known. He played in the, I think he played in a band called Void. I mean, it's... He's, he's like an... It's all Washington, D.C. stuff. Huh. And I think now... Oh, I, he's a lobbyist. Oh, he's, he's become a lobbyist, yeah. but I mean, he was a punk rock guy teaching weird, like doing punk rock seminars and stuff. Like yeah. he was very seriously into like being a punk rock guy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. he's a lobbyist. There you go. So you're related to him too. Yeah. If you're related. Well, I know yeah. like punk yeah. rockers are moving on to politics. Where are we at? Um, oh, we still got a little bit of time. Okay. Yeah. Shoot away. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like, where, you know, what, where, where, where am I going to go? Uh, where, where well, I always, go? but the one thing I, I was kind of curious about too is like, where, I mean, what's the future going to be for you guys? Like, what's the, is the goal to just be full time artists and with the school? I mean, eventually it's going to have, pro- I mean, maybe in five years, three years, or two years. I mean, yeah. maybe you're going to get pushed one, one direction or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, is the idea just to like make a lot of paintings? Is this, you know, or do you want to? Because I, or yeah. is there children's books in the works? Are so there? Uh, I think the paintings right now are the medium that we're working in currently, but uh, I'm not sure how much I want to disclose. But we do have I'll disclose here. Ambition this is a <laughs> to, yeah. yeah, we're kind of uh, well. It's like it's uh, not unsure. That's why I'm just not sure. I don't want to say something that. I'm not really sure about, but we do have a lot of ideas of where we want to take things and it probably will branch out into other mediums outside of painting. Like animation? Possibly animation. I think um, we like the idea of 
taking these characters and bringing them a little bit closer to home because I think painting on a wall is one thing but um, bringing it to a place where the character is something that somebody can love and play with oh, toys um, toys but 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 not quite we don't want to do like a hard toy we're thinking along the lines of some sort of stuffed animal mm, I think uh, I think I you know, um Wonder could be translated really beautifully as a vinyl figure. Yeah, soft yeah. vinyl or something. Yeah, uh, I don't even know about soft vinyl, but just like you know, vinyl. Uh, from yeah. polystone to resin to mm-hmm. vinyl, you know, something like that. Like, um, you know, just as a sculpture. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. like you know, be collectible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So we we have a lot of ideas. We have some tentative plans to explore some things, but. Um, at this point, you know, we still feel very small as to, like, what what's happening. So we're kind of – we want to build a – we just want to see how many people love the work and try to get as much work out there to just see how it's received. It's funny. We get a lot of people say that our work is, like, like oh, Adventure Time. That's, like, the first thing that we always get <laughs> when people describe our work with the faces, I guess. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of fun to hear how people see our pictures, mm-hmm. you know helps us get out of our head a little bit adventure time does it look like adventure time um i can see the, the association a little bit just yeah. because of the simple it's a very distilled kind of uh, facial design yeah but the you know like all the things like the details like the hair to the outfits and the environments um kind of take it to a net to a much higher level you know in at least my eyes mm. you know um, oh, these are paintings, man. I'm looking at the drawings, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. too, you know, and um, I mean, I could see how, like, I mean, animation could be really interesting, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. You could even, like, do, like, say, even, you know, stop motion-y kind of stuff because the, the, the features are so simple and, you know, the little changes can affect, you know, emotion, like yeah. having the, um, the eyes go down or the other way you know and yeah. tweaking the mouth you know. that's something we wanted to I mean that is uh, it would be really cool to do a stop motion but with actual Davy and Goliath free. <laughs> like right the, yeah. you ever see the faces on that like that do you ever stop motion Davy and Goliath you ever see that no you never saw that I don't remember it oh, it has really simple expressions that just change ever so slightly and we're like oh uh, yeah, like, oh, but it's, it's, a, it's a stop yeah. motion yeah, yeah. yeah kind of characters in a way similar to like is the I was thinking of like you know like yeah. even like robot chicken like they mm-hmm. make it so obvious how they yeah. do it because they're just putting they're pasting like little things yeah. on the action figures and yeah. shit and it's like oh okay so that's how they yeah. do it yeah you know or moral oral I don't know the night you guys remember that one that was from Adult Swim uh-huh. um, it's similar kind of like it, it had that like seventies kind of right. you know stop motion animation like wow. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer kind mm. of like um, oh. thing and um, yeah yeah, that was a brutal freaking animation <laughs> <laughs> it, it was brutal like yeah. it, if you, it, it's, it was done in the style of like these like 70s and eight, early 80s kind of stop motion things but the the story going through is just like like oh my god like you just don't associate like these kind of like harsh fucking reality stories mm. with that kind of you know really cute you know, animation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, I mean, like, uh, uh, there's so many different, like, things that, you, you know, it could be done with, like, these kind of character designs and, mm. in, in, you know, combined with the um, general kind of narratives that you guys are playing around with. But 
I was curious, like, what else? Yeah, I think you mentioned that you guys have a bunch of stuff coming up the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a few shows. Um, we have a show in Amsterdam next. Congratulations. Cool. With That's uh, nice. Sasha. Are you guys going out? Um, we're deciding, but I, I don't really know if we'll be able to. They sit there. They're willing to help us get there, but, <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? Just some, a little bit of tour support? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. That'll be at the garage in oh. Amsterdam, and then um, we have a small um, solo show at Think Space in their project room awesome. in oh. February. Cool, that one's yeah. coming up. Yeah. So oh. that I think, um, yeah, I was kind of like, I, I think next time I'll try to schedule them a little farther apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fucking work there, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you know, small group shows and stuff too. How but. many paintings are you doing for the Amsterdam show? Um, it's looking like it's going to be around twelve. Cool. So that's still fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Is it? It's all probably going to be smaller pieces. I'm guessing. A little bit smaller. Yeah. Because you're um, gonna ship them. Yeah, yeah. shipping them. They actually do want. I'm surprised. They actually want a, a one four by four and one that's close to a four by four. Pay for the fucking shipping. I think that they're paying for it. I don't even know how much it would cost because we shipped. A few pieces to Italy last year, and that was expensive. Uh, was that sure. to, um, like, was it? It was called uh, Tales, Tales of, of Art Gallery. Art. That was with Sasha, too. Oh, Sasha okay. helped cool. that one. Oh. Hmm. I, don't, yeah. I don't know that gallery. But, um, so one thing we didn't talk to you about, too, is what other art are you looking at? Like, who, who do you like out there? Uh, whether it's uh, contemporaries, like your own age versus, you know, people who aren't alive anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do you or and or do you guys get out and check stuff out? We want to get out more. It's really hard. I can't I even right imagine now. you would have time to. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I it's just so different when you see it in person. Mm-hmm. So I love getting out, but like luckily we do have social media, which at least we can see stuff going on, you know, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're inspired by a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think that like we can appreciate. I don't think there's any style of art that I'm like too that like offends me too much i think i just kind of appreciate i could see the value in in what they're trying to do so i don't know i love andrew ham he's like he's like amazing to me just his color palette stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i've always loved children's book stuff you yeah, know all cool. the yeah all old the school. old stuff old school yeah like yeah. Kind of vintage stuff how old I don't know. I love thrifting uh-huh. for like older stuff. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have a bunch of books in our bookshelf that I, I don't know how dirty they are, <laughs> or like how old they are, where they came from. The but illustrations are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like such a precious quality. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's just like graphite work, it's mm-hmm. like just beautiful how they did it mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you see any current books you like? Because I'm noticing there's a, a lot of artists, like for example, in the Post-it show, there's a bunch who I find out later, I'm like, oh, they're illust- they are they do children's books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems like some of them are, I haven't even seen their works, but judging from the post-it work, I'm thinking, oh, they're probably mm-hmm. making really good, you know, they're, they're kind of like another generation of uh, children's bookmakers. Yeah. Not sure if you follow that stuff or not. I, well, since we have kids, yeah. I think we'll, we'll start to encounter more of that kind of stuff. You yeah, know? I'm starting I feel to like see. children's books, though, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if it's like, because now everything's like, like they're animating children's books on the iPad, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so it's let. I feel like the hardback, uh-huh. you know, like paperback books, 
I'm not sure, you know, if that's going to, hopefully it continues because I love that, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about all this new digital work that's coming out? Digital artwork or? I I like traditional work, you know, it's so it's, I think I'm always going to be partial to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's amazing still what they produce visually. It's beautiful, but I, I just feel like I love the tact how tactile a traditional medium is Mm -hmm. and the process that you have to go through and the fact that it's not, you can't press undo and, you know, to experiment, you can't just, I guess you could take it into Photoshop, but that's not something that we do, but not that we're opposed to it, but it's just not something that's part of our process. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to be, I feel like I'll always be partial to Mm -hmm. traditional mediums. I feel like digital art can be so amazing and like so beautiful, but I always think it's kind of funny when people try to make their digital work look traditional, Yeah, you know, it's like, then what was the point of making it digital? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I, I just, a couple days ago, I, I fell down the, the artists on YouTube hole. Like I generally kind of, I don't like, even think I've explored that. Oh, realm. it's, it's a, it's a weird realm. Uh-huh. It's yeah. really weird. Is it like the people that time lapse stuff? Yeah. Is it time lapse? No, it's just, well, just, I, I haven't gotten that deep, <laughs> but like, you know, I, I, I found a video of like, like some, you know, digital kind of illustrator talking about like Cintiq versus iPad, you mm. know, and I just went yeah. <laughs> right down that and, yeah. You know, and, um, you know, or like how to make money, how, you know, they make money on, you know, doing digital art, you know, and I was just like, okay, well, that's interesting. And they're talking about like websites that I've never heard of and, mm. or like doing Fiverr kind of jobs. And Fiverr sh- jobs, you know, and shit like that. I, I thought about doing a Fiverr, putting up a Fiverr thing mm. where I would just like draw dicks on fucking <laughs> photographs, you know, <laughs> for like, you know, $5 a dick. You know? <laughs> have, you, have you ever used Fiverr? No, I mean, I've heard of it. I, I've used it actually. Just to, yeah, Did you have it was, good, a good experience? No, bad. Every okay. time it's been bad, so I stopped using it. Well, so I was doing it first for transcriptions, actually. I was mm-hmm. getting some, like if we do an interview, I can get the transcription done. And sometimes that's good. Uh-huh. But when I started, do everything else I've done, like one guy was a sign spinner. And I was like, oh, cool. He's going to, I'll make him spin a sign. It's this giant robot. And the one he was doing was, um, he was, he had one that looked like in the dirty streets of the Philippines, right? Like the streets, it was like jeepneys and it was just like hectic you know, really hectic looking scene. And I was like, that's amazing. Or maybe it was, was it even India. Maybe it was India. I don't even know. Uh-huh. I can't remember. So I was thinking, oh, for like, I don't know what it was. Was it five bucks? And then they tried to like upsell you. Okay. If I do a custom sign, it's five more dollars. I think I, I might've given him $15 or something. And then he did the sign spinning and it was like in a parking lot. And I was kind of like, dude, oh. where's the background? <laughs> like that same background that you advertised. Mm. And it's like, uh, you know, and yeah, he, this person didn't know that's part of the cell. Like he just thought uh, I wanted the sign spinner and it was just like the background was just, it could have been anywhere. Yeah. It wasn't this really rad hectic street, you know? So mm. bummer. Okay. Another one, I, I hired a guy to make a logo that was super simple and I was like, okay, I'm going to have you do it. And then, uh, so this person does it. I was just, just testing for five bucks. So this person does one. And then I asked for a, like a, a change. And I was like, no, nah, this is unacceptable. Here's what I want. And it was the simplest change ever. And they couldn't do it because they were using something else. Like they weren't, they, it wasn't skill that they were using. They were using some kind of automatic thing, you know, like as soon as they had to improvise just one little thing, yeah. 
it just went super awry. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you guys have no skill whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're using a template or something and uh-huh. just filling it in. But they, they weren't really creative in any way because, mm-hmm. yeah, well, well, once they did, it was just, I was like, no, mm-hmm. you, can, you are skillless. Like, forget you. And mm-hmm. I just dumped it. So anyways, Fiverr sucks. Well, no, there was a, <laughs> I saw this one video of, like, this one digital artist kind of, like, giving instructions, you know, to, like, all these different, you know, digital artists on Fiverr and, like, the results were kind of like intense. I was like, "Whoa!" Like for five you know, bucks? For five no, bucks. no, like two hundred and fifty, two hundred eighty dollars yeah. jobs, and um, yeah. you know. See, I always thought Fiverr was just five bucks, but it could be five times a multiplier. Oh, like you'd say, if you want me to work this much, it's five times twenty-five, oh. you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then, yeah, they had like you know, like one of the things was like you know, I'm trying to do a book cover, you know, and here's what I want, you know, like uh, the, the, and. and he was just showing the results in accordance to like how much, you know, he spent. So the more he spent, you know, wow. the, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, like I would not ever fucking consider doing, you know, a job like that for that amount of money, mm-hmm. you know. But, it was too low. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure which direction you're going. Two hundred eighty dollars for a book cover. You yeah. Know, go fuck um, yourself. But yeah. maybe the guy. <laughs> maybe that's the only job they can get, though. You know. Right. You know. Yeah, and they, they lack the hustle or the reach or the yeah. whatever. Well, and then like uh, you know, there was like I was, was watching even, a video. Was it good? Was the work even? Yeah, good? I was impressed. Oh, okay. I was impressed. I mean, like, I, I mean, it's not going to like, you know, go on fucking wall of mine or anything like that but like you know but i was like like wow like you know i i couldn't do that digitally yeah you know but then like you know then i was watching this video earlier before i came out here and like this girl was like selling you know you know images like just sketchbook drawing stuff like on another site that i'd never even heard of and i was like wow you know that's kind of like these are sites that i've never heard of it's not deviant art you right. know which is the only site that i knew of back when i was you know fresh to the internet yeah but, like mm-hmm. you know uh, there's like all these different weird resources out there that people are you know using and you know apparently like it's a, a weird way of being able to make money yeah. and maybe i'm lucky that i didn't like you know i mean like maybe all of us are lucky because we don't have to fucking jump through those hoops but like yeah you know, it's yeah. there. There's like a, an entire fucking world of, you know, weird. I, I, we need to get a digital artist on this fucking the show sometimes. <laughs> you know, interesting. Like, you know, yeah. like I'll pick their brain because it's, you know, apparently. I mean, like you know, I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine and he was saying like you know like all this kind of gallery showing stuff is just like I mean it's great and everything, but at the same time it's like not completely necessary anymore. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, I care to disagree, you know, simply mm-hmm. because of the fact that, like, you know, when you show artwork in galleries, you know, um, you know, you start at one point, like, and start in a certain pri- a price range, but, like, you know, how can, you know, it you like, pushing your prices higher and higher and higher is so much harder when you're just doing it on your own, because mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of gauge, like, where you're at, but then... You know, when you have a, a gallery kind of backing you up and kind of going, no, these pieces are worth more, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can be able to, like, that's how I got to where, you know, from, like, you know, I used to do, like, 16 by 20s for, like, $300, and now the price there, you know, mm-hmm. much more than that, you know. Yeah, okay. And so I and I couldn't have done that on my own. Mm. You know, meanwhile, you know, I think if I just did everything online, you know, they would still be fucking... 
$300 paintings, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. That's because of my own insecurity. Right. Like, I don't have an art, yeah. like an art school fucking background, you know? I don't, right, you know, yeah. like, oh, I know, I know my shit, you know? Mm. Blah, 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 you know? Mm. Anyways, I'm just kind of going off on okay. tangents. I'm sorry. Oh, no. one, a question came <laughs> no. through. Um, a question came through online, and uh, uh, the question is: Would you consider working 3D, wood, metal, etc.? And that question is from maybe someone you know, David Yamashita. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's the one that wanted I you Dave. to do. Oh. He's the son of one of our uh, senior citizen students. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Dave's awesome. But um, yeah, I think. It's funny because I like to build stuff, like, uh, probably more than painting. I like building mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not opposed to the idea. I think it's just more of, like, time and looking at what we have already in front of us, just trying to do those things and do them well. But if when there is a time to explore, I think, yeah, we're, we want to see how far we could push a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another question, which uh, isn't specifically for you guys, but... Jacob Scott asks, I'm coming down to L.A. for the Gallery Nucleus show on Spider-Verse. What art pieces, no, what art places should I check out besides there and GR? Think Space, Corey Helford Gallery, KP Projects. Um, obviously, you should go to, like, LACMA or MOCA. Um, you should <laughs> go do funny. the fucking um, LACMA. Come on, you know, yeah. There's some great stuff at no, LACMA. That, I think, that's what I'm saying. You na- named all these other places first. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm, then like, go you know, to LACMA. Uh, uh, but like in the the vein of a nucleus gallery and a giant robot um, gallery, those are the galleries that I would that first come to mind. Okay. Like you know, but if you want to see like you know, just just bail on nucleus. Just come to. Sp- GR. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Come on, Jacob. And then you, you should go to the Broad because the Broad fucking. If you have yeah. never seen the permanent go collection, the, the Broad. That's a fucking. It's great and it's free if you're willing to stand in line for an hour. Yeah. You know. Well, if you're like willing to spend like twenty bucks and forego the line, you know, you could see the special exhibition and go to Rainbow yeah. Art. Ch- drop in on a class. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, actually, do do like like you know, I've seen classes in SGV. You uh-huh. know, um, where they you know. Like they'll have like a like a, an opening reception, you know, uh-huh. show of like their students' work, and yeah. I've I've dropped dropped in on those when I'm like at some restaurant nearby, you yeah. know. And do you guys do that too? We do. We do an annual student gallery show, and uh, we do during it the... during the Chinese New Year festival. Because oh, our business, because our business is right on that street. Yeah, we close it down. So oh. that's it's just like really great spot because we get a lot of people coming in, looking cool. at the kids' artwork and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's I a will. lot of work. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jacob yeah. Scott, same guy. Uh, question right afterwards: Where should I eat? <laughs> so he's going to be in San Gabriel Valley. Where he is he will. from? He's going to be in West LA, or maybe if he comes here. Uh, he doesn't say where he's from, but let's guess. Jacob Scott. Where would a guy named Jacob Scott be from? Seattle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Portland. Uh, New Mexico. Um, Arizona. Yeah, well, I pick Houston. I pick, I pick border of Arizona's and uh, Mexico. Maybe Oklahoma. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, now we know he's from all these places. Um, where to eat? Yeah, where should he eat? Um, we're we're, not, we're are, we, are we foodies? Where do are you? Doesn't foodies we, doesn't matter? Just we places go to, to Taco eat. Bell. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell is really good. Yeah, right go to Din Tai Fung, and you know, if you've never had like what about what about the Mama, Mama Mama's Lou? Yeah, yeah, or Mama's Lou, oh. or. 
Mama, yes, I mean, it's good. Mama Lou's. It's Mama good. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. It's really yeah. good. And I think it's pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, it's really cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get fancy, go to Din Tai Fung. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, you know, 45 minutes is worth it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What about the hat? Ooh. Oh. I'm not a fan. Really? Sorry. I think it's because I grew up on it. Because my dad grew up in East L.A., so. Dude, the hat is the bomb. Hat. You know. You can have mine. You can like well, what do you, don't get the pastrami. The, the world famous pastrami is not that. What do you that get? Great. I get the pastrami hamburger. I get the chili burger. Oh, I never oh. got that. You know, and their fries, chili fries. I I wish I could get the fries, but it's, I'm usually by myself, so oh. like it's just <laughs> too much. It's just too much. It is yeah. too much fries. If you like chili fries, go to the Hat. Yeah. That's on Atlantic, right? There's, there's a few. There's a few of them. There's Atlantic. There's uh, like all on Valley though. Which kind Garfield of on yeah. on Valley. Yeah. What, That's what, mine. Wait. Chili fries with pickles and tomato. Don't they? They have that. Ah, is it tomato? Yeah, and they put pastrami on it too. Oh my! I didn't get the yeah. pastrami, but <laughs> I got the pickle and tomato one. And I loved it. That was so yeah. good. But you were talking. You mentioned before there's some like you know food like taco trucks. Um, you should go to Leo's Tacos on fucking Pico and no, is it? It's Pico. Leo's Olympic Tacos. and La Brea, I think. Wow, I have no idea. Yeah, I think okay. that's. Yeah. What about Pepe's? Do you ever go there? Oh, Pepe's is the bomb. <laughs> Isn't Pepe's? Is that Monterey what is Park? Pepe's? Or? No, Pepe's in Alhambra. Alhambra. Yeah. yeah. It's on Valley oh. and um, it's between dri- Garfield and Atlantic. And you could drive through it, right? Yeah, it's a drive yeah. through. Yeah. I think, oh. yeah. I think I might have been there once. Oh, it's so good. It looks like an old hamburger stand. And um, yeah. Huh. it's uh, They do like a kind of an Americanized Mexican food thing mm. there. But it's been there for like a long time. Wait, where is it? Where is it? He would know. I'm not. It is. So Garfield and Atlantic, somewhere between there on Valley. Um, If you're coming up from Atlantic toward Garfield, it's on your left hand side. It's on the north side of the street. For sure. sure. But it's like a drive through, and that one's kind of open. And it's got some like tables in the front, uh, outdoor tables, and they do like carne asada fries and stuff like that. Nice. you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you surprised I knew that? Oh, what about that? Spicy I know. I was surprised that you what knew about that. that one. Uh, what about that spicy place? What's it called? The Chinese spicy place? You ever been there? It's like Szechuan. Yeah, that thing. Or Ch- Chengdu place. <laughs> yeah, that thing. T- tasty Chengdu tasty. Yeah, or that something thing. Like that. that thing is crazy. Well, there's another one Don't, called that, like. Did you ever go Sichuan there? Impressions. So I've been to one of the Szechuan places in Monterey Park and actually really liked it. Oh, because so I don't like spicy like, food. Oh, but like, I could do that. It's really. Oh, weird. I was drenched in. Spice. Yeah, you I was, sweat. Yeah. I was like, sweaty like I went swimming or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, try that, Jacob Scott. <laughs> well, there's like there's a ton of places like you know go down to Sawtell. There's like a bazillion places oh, to when eat he, here. When he comes here, I'll, he says he's gonna be by here. So you know, wait in line and fucking one of the ramen spots and. You know, have mediocre ass ramen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so another question comes from Alice, and she asks, "What's the inspiration behind the falling in love painting?" Sorry if I butcher the name of the piece. That's this one. It's that, that one. one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The arms. It's actually one. my favorite. That's my favorite piece. Mm-hmm. So that one, um, we were trying to capture kind of like the feeling of falling in love but in our mind in the picture she's actually not falling she's kind of getting like sucked up and the feeling that we were trying to encapsulate was not necessarily like a romantic love but like the love of a father and their child so like a protecting type of love like a love that would be very safe very secure warm Mm -hmm. Um, but kind of like coming out of the darkness and then you know getting you know hugged type of thing you know Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's kind of the the general theme behind that piece. Awesome. So wait, 
have you guys talked about each piece and what the what exactly it means, or do you guys kind of know this just from working on it? Because uh, you seem to agree with what he was saying, mm-hmm. yeah. But you almost like shared words too, almost like filling each other's words. So mm. yeah, well, I mean, we did talk about each. Well, we 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 already knew the themes, but then before the show, we were like. It would be really not good if we had two different meanings. For this. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about it. So we did kind of I like, see. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as we're working on the pieces, usually we're agreeing on the meaning or the inspiration of the piece. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, shoot. Got any other questions, Luke? Audience, whoever's listening, well, there are some people out there. We have any, to give it a 10 second delay. Any other questions? Know. That's true, huh? Yeah. Let them ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, either way, uh, Alice says yes. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> what was the one? What did yes mean? We got it right. We got the answer. Right <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Good. And then uh, uh, Mr. Yamamoto, no, Yamashita says thank you. Uh, Darren and Trish and Giant Robot. Luke, I guess not you, but that's cool. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, fi- yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, and I guess uh, one other one, I guess, really quick has come through. Maybe it's not a question, but a comment. There are a lot of numbers in your paintings, which mm-hmm. uh, there oh. are some numbers, right? Yeah. I saw. Mm-hmm. Especially the older pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like letter forms. So it's like my older work had a lot of Russian in it. Because yeah. I like the idea of, like, e- English-looking word letters, but they're backwards, and there's weird, like, adaptations and, like, shapes. Uh, but same thing with numbers. I just kind of like the letter forms. Mm-hmm. So It's funny because his painting of letters and numbers is, like, so pristine and so precise. And but I can't write. his handwriting is so bad. My handwriting is horrible. <laughs> it's, like, horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. And it's because I, I feel like it's when I was in elementary school, that's, like, when you... I feel like formulate your handwriting, but every year I would change my handwriting. Oh, I did that too. Cause I was like, I want to oh. explore all these handwritings. Mm-hmm. So now I'll use two different E's in the same word <laughs> and it makes it really bad. Oh, I did. You know, I switched my handwriting a lot too. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I don't even know what my handwriting mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I don't so, know what it you would know, be. It's so actually maybe like, I don't know what yours looks like, but mine's just super shitty. It's really bad. Result, Me know. too. It's really yeah, bad. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. It's scrawl. But yeah, if I put my mind to it, I can write architectural style. If I put know, my mind to it, it gets yeah. worse. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Anytime Darren has to fill out a form, I'm just like, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Fill it out for him. I get nervous. He just signs it. I like have to concentrate so hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm left-handed, so my handwriting has always been bad. Well, it's so interesting. That oh, I guess because you're writing back, or you have to go this way, or you're not dragging your hand. Yeah, I have to write this. Smearing. Whoa, that's yeah. weird. So, yeah, southpaw yeah. style. Southpaw style. Yeah. Hook the hook. <laughs> no, no I, well, I guess I mean like, I write because yeah, you don't want to smear. You're like, like yeah. I, I write yeah. like this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, left-handed. Yeah. So you paint with your left hand too? Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried with your right hand? When I'm like doing cans. Like aerosol, I can do both hands, but mm. like, you know, that's usually just because I'm filling, mm. you know, mm-hmm. a lot, but, yeah. you know, but yeah, no, I, I don't even know whether or not like my family ever tried to change me into a right-handed person, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm left-handed, like all, from what I can remember all my life mm. and therefore I had terrible handwriting, <laughs> but like, you know, my sketches are terrible too. Like whenever I see people who do like perfect sketches, I'm just like. 
you're fucking insane. Like, yeah. So cool. Awesome. Anyways, no, I think we've uh, hit a good mark. Yeah, we're at uh, the two-hour mark now. Oh wow! It just times flies all the time with Mm -hmm. podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, anything? Last things you want to say? Tell us how we can get a hold of you. Maybe that's you know view view your work on uh, the social medias. So our social media for Instagram is georgieco.la. So that's G I O R G I K O. Um, dot, dot LA. LA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Rainbow Art, if you want to check out our school, it's Rainbow. So R A I N B O W A R T. And then MPK. Yeah. So. You mean dot MPK? Uh, no, just MPK. Oh, okay. Yeah, trying to rep. Rainbow Art MPK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dot com. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, dot com yeah, or dot com. on Instagram. It's just awesome. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, but thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for ha- uh, coming by. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having, having, uh, you know, us interview you. (laughs) That was kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This this felt really fun. So cool. Awesome. Mm, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to everyone who tuned in and sent a question. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Pow. Cool. Uh.